0: Audio Bowling, Audio Land, what's up, baby? I missed y'all. I ain't heard from y'all since last year. Hilarious That man. shit niggas been saying all week Yes sir, yes sir Now you we back in year. full
1: effect and
0: video Josh video, Adams Podcast 2022 Ooh, nigga, we back made it you. We made it Happy New Year to everybody um, I hope everybody had a great start to the new year We five, year, uh, five years We five days deep already, man <laughs> We had a bunch of bullshit that done jumped off. But before we jump into that, I want to say what up to my partner in crime, my guy, the CEO, the brains behind all this, Kari Frazier. What's up? What's happening? What's happening, people? We are uh, definitely in full effect. I'm going to give a lot, lot, uh, what's that? Round of applause for myself. What's happening? Yeah, man. New Year's. New Year's came in. um, We did that podcast on a Wednesday, but of course, New Year's dropped on a Friday. Um, I don't know what yours was looking like, man. Just jumping real quick. I did a show. Shout out to Ronnie Chanel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh who, uh put it together <laughs> Out in um, Southwest Detroit, home of Big Meach and uh, BMF. We did it at a little one-two spot. Uh, a lot of people there, they did not give a fuck about comedy at all. Hilarious. Yeah, and um, it was me, uh, Marv Ross, Fago, Red, Shorty. Um, I'm thinking I'm hitting everybody that was there that performed, but you know, they did not give a fuck at all. Them people wanted to have a fun, drink, kick it, bring in the new year. They weren't scared of COVID and didn't give a fuck about no comedy. And um, After that, I grabbed my little bottle, went home to the crib, man, and drunk. You know what I'm saying? What you get into, Carl?
1: Oh, man, I was just you know keeping it close at first I was thinking I was gonna get into something but for the most part watch those national championship game uh for a second saw Michigan got their teeth kicked in well, they got which, you know what I'm saying I'm definitely for that because I go green
0: over here and uh but nigga, they still won. the crib you want niggas to like you know what I'm saying you don't want niggas to succeed and they from the way like nigga you just want to see if it, I get to with Michigan State playing Michigan you want them to lose but nigga you want to see them get smacked out when they playing somebody else Always go green. There we go. Boy, you niggas is honorary. You know so, what I'm <laughs> so basically,
1: uh, so watch those games and along with those games, you know, just kicked it, kept it at the crib. I mean, this Omicron getting loose with everything and along with that, uh, you know <laughs> know I mean, really, you know, how New Year's Eve parties be such a high ticket, you know, people kept pulling back on different things. Would have went out, but nah, man, kept it at the crib, you know, kept it close. Probably wrap with you for. Yeah, we kicked day. it for like, a couple yeah, of minutes.
0: We was you know, lame. Kicking. We was lame, niggas. He had no hoes and nothing on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing about you even seeing how it played out is that I talked to a uh, Melody. I actually, I got my I got like my last little workout in on the, on that Friday, and Melody was like, "This is like," she was like, "Nigga, it's a Friday, it's New Year's Eve." And I was like, "Damn, I didn't even correlate all that." Like, it is a Friday, it's New Year's Eve, which has got to be crazy. So that means you off today and you have Saturday off, and it was warm. She was like. They gonna get to tripping, and I was like, didn't even think about it. So honestly, man, I just was—I was in a scenario where I didn't have nothing going on, so I wasn't going to force anything. So it was like, anytime I force something. Some some bad happened, so I just was like, I'm a chill. Mm-hmm. If something pop off, we can get to it. But nothing popped off, bro. I, I chilled. I think I brought it in the best way I should. I could have sitting at the crib, um, drunk a whole thing of uh, Hennessy VSOP, Hilarious. man. Y'all gonna eventually got to give me a check the way I'm drinking this shit Hilarious. and promoting y'all on these airways. Hilarious. Or if it's a black owned cognac <laughs> company out there, E40 got one car Ty- uh his car tycoon. Okay. I'm willing to try it. E40. You know what I'm saying? I drink cognac it's like, like that Stevens, shout out to the shout out to the big homie. Um, I uh, Yeah man I kept it cool I kept it in pocket And um now I'm staying true to nature, man. I'm not having sex all 2022. I'm gonna keep my wow, dick as dry as possible. I'm not even gonna touch myself. Okay, that is the New Year's resolution that uh, we
1: talk about in the description you see, and this is is a that a resolution or is that just me trying to be that's right? A, that's a resolution, brother. That's a New Year's resolution. And, uh-huh. it, and what's funny is we had a podcast about Josh's celibate, but it wasn't me. It was the other
0: Josh. But now Josh Adams Shout out to my is celibate. Mom. As well. Yeah, man, I ain't had nothing about two, three months, cuz. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm gonna keep my energy to myself. And, I mean, in reality, and, I mean, you was talking about it on the phone. I don't know if I'm cheating because I just legitimately don't have no hoes. <laughs> like, I, le- I mean, I, le- I legitimately don't have nobody that want to give me no pussy right now. So. <laughs> It, it might be easy to do hilarious. this, but I'm I'm legitimately gonna try to go all the way to 2022. Ridiculous. So all my people out there with me, men, women, let's all be celibate all year. Let's 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 like let's turn pussy and let's turn dick down all year and see how much we get accomplished. What's up? What's up, Corey? we with it we hard on the
1: hoe I'm I'm definitely not subscribed to this craziness but you you don't do it now you don't fuck like that now now. yeah I don't really be uh getting down or in the streets like that but still I definitely am uh you know as they say it's a time and place for everything and when the time and place comes where sex happens sex shit happens
0: man I feel you I'm gonna do my best to stay out of the way of the fuck shit that's what I'm telling you I am telling you right now that um I'm chilling on it, man. Like, you know, the the longest I went without getting some pussy was 17 years. Um, and that was my inception. That was that was me from be on some OG shit. I don't know what's going on here, but we going yeah, to keep no, moving. It's like
1: it's like it, what, we, what was we that sound? We was
0: that was that sound was that a oh, uh, sunfish? Oh, no, but it was like <laughs> <laughs> That's oh yeah, yeah, the alarm. Oh, I thought that might have had something to do with this. Like I can't talk about fucking or something. Like YouTube got a new <laughs> thing on here where they like nigga we gonna spaz on you if you get to talking too reckless on here. <laughs> but yeah, dog, I'm about to really chill, bro. I'm about to see how long I can go. Without Uh getting some, without engaging in that, bro. Like, so I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm on some like not to say I'm just focused on my work, but I'm just gonna do other shit. Like, I'm going to focus more on this creating content for my Patreon and this podcast and my comedy and creating events for people to come out and have a good time and possibly go get some pussy afterwards. I don't want to. I want to be the facilitator of people getting pussy. You get more money that way if you help other people get pussy. Getting pussy costs you money. Facilitating other people getting you pussy, like that's what pimps do. They solicit.
1: It's facilitating,
0: yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, am facilitating all 22. You, you gonna be the the Chris Paul of uh, the Chris Paul of putting people on. My to nigga, sex. The, oh, I was gonna say the Magic Johnson, but yeah, I'm the Magic Johnson, nigga. I'm dropping that bitch off, Jason Kidd. Whoever get that ball up, nigga, that's me. All 22, uh, dog So I'm not So me and Kari decided right here, bro We not having sex all 22 <laughs> Not with each other Because that ain't how we fuck around We mean with people Women that we are attracted to We gonna keep that on the Because, you know Women get too much power and control With all that Hilarious. Once they start giving you pussy And all that And then fuck with you We celebrate all 22 But we still hard on the hoe You know what I'm saying That can mean anything And ain't just talking about women Hard on the hoe Could represent a lot of different things I don't know what that Wi-Fi signal is Do that got something to do With why it might be Do you too Man, I can
1: definitely tell you that Uh Uh, Right now, like a lot of people, Xfinity like going in and out. So I'm tapping in through my... I'm tapping in through my my phone high Wi-Fi. Spot? Yeah, we tapping in through hotspots coming to you right now. So that, that's sure. not
0: strong enough to t- control what we are doing
1: here, is it? I think so. I mean, we can probably tap in. You can probably look on your phone and see what we are going on. Man, and this bitch probably
0: with. lagging like a motherfucker. Ain't no telling, niggas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to take a look at it. But um, yeah, man. So uh, okay, lies MP? on top of lies. <laughs> so MP, don't you don't know me, me like that. <laughs> I'm a changed man. I'm a changed man. I'm a, is, <laughs> is that game lovey? Plan. That looked like Lovey. That looked like Lovey with the hat. She got on the uh, what is that? The Kentucky Derby hat. Is that Lovey? Um, she got on the first lady of church hat. What's up? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The Kentucky Derby hat. All the members go down and talk to the first lady and give her your information. <laughs> She's gonna talk to you about, you know what I'm saying, getting you into the church. But this is real talk, love. If that's who I'm talking to, it's that's am... lovey. Lovey it definitely scare you straight for real. Because, yeah, psh, I'm not. I'm not, not what 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 Lovey, man. I think I can do it. You know what I'm saying? I like to test my boundaries. Like, I like to see, like, sometimes I want to give up social media, like and I do that. I give a break, but I needed to promote it. Sex is cool. I've had it. I've done it all. I mean, I've done as much as I'm willing to fuck around yeah, with. You've gotten to
1: the boundary where you will go. So you basically went all the way to the goal line. Anything further than that is definitely plays that's not going to be in your playbook, and I feel you there. I yeah. feel the same way. Anything beyond my playbook is where I'm not going. It's good that we have guests that come on the podcast and introduce you all to this world, because that world where we not going in the playbook is a very interesting world. And
0: uh But, like know. I said, I mean, it, I, I done done it all, as far as what I want to do. Yeah, yes, Irritating, yes, it's Lovey Dove. That's the rookie of the year, man. We got to get you your award, man. You don't even know you won something. Um, you was the rookie of the year. Year as far as like a guest on this podcast man yeah, yeah yeah I know we gotta uh and here comes the most consistent we, guest we gonna bring
1: uh we gonna bring love you back one of these days we're gonna talk about uh we gonna talk about the 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 celibate Josh and like I say I'm I'm not taking that uh that vow with him like I said I, I'm, it's a time and place for everything when that time and that place well,
0: arise I'm sorry, I'm, so, I'm sorry that you feel that way Kari, that you don't feel like <laughs> you want to put your life in a better perspective and um live live right live right and be right yeah yeah, yeah, But <laughs> everybody on here We taking the vial of celibacy It's going down <laughs> We out here keeping it in our pants Keeping it wherever In, 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 our, under, in our skirts And all that Like what's we not that, doing
1: it uh, What's that song back in the day You don't have to take your clothes off uh, What's my man With the jerry curl That had that song That don't you don't that have song. to take
0: Your clothes off That may be the song that You never heard that song Never heard it Let's make that the, yeah, That's going to be the song <laughs> That's going to be the song The first song of the year I've never heard this song Kari talking about By Scatman Carruthers <laughs> Celibacy, huh? <laughs> Riri says celibacy, huh? How long you, how long are you doing this? I am going to go the whole year without any vagina, any type of sexual contact. I can't get no head, right? Is that what celibacy is? I can't get no yes. head. I can't get no vagina, and I cannot, like, I can't even let a motherfucker like throw me a little hand job. No, I'm good. All 22. I'm, I'm telling y'all this right now. 22, I am not having any sex I'm just focusing on just being a better me Better version of me You know, I feel like pussy complicates shit You know what I'm saying <laughs> um, You spend a lot of money getting it You have to give a lot of attention You know what I'm saying And like once I take pussy off the, off the table When I'm dealing with a woman You know what I'm saying We'll see what happens And how, how long she can last and be around And what her purpose will be in my life Feel me all right, we uh
1: this is definitely going to be interesting. I do think that uh day 5. When you are sexually engaged with a woman, uh, it does take attention. It does take time. It will. uh, You will spend some money uh, as you spend that time and that attention. You know, it 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 it, it's some energy that goes into that. Especially the type of women that uh, you are attracted to and I'm attracted to. Uh, Those aren't the type of women that usually are uh,
0: sexually active with men that aren't putting some time in the. Exactly. So I mean, I'm thinking I might put a couple little caveats in there. Maybe I just won't have sex with black women all 2022. Ah, here we go. So I'm only having sex with Caucasian women all 2022. He trying to get canceled like ever. It's like we already got that fresh
1: and fit snippet that's been going around. That is not the sign of what's going on with this podcast. We are not co signing that. Uh even though EJ, hey, EJ Hill up, he, you know, he getting back in, in effect and he's uh he's he's married to a woman that uh that that's not black. Oh, we love you, at Emily. The same we time, love Emily. We love Emily. Yeah, yeah, we love Emily, we but love Emily. Kari Frazier. I, I love black women. Uh we'll always love black you should women. See that and nigga screensaver. It ain't uh, nothing but, but
0: Black women being objectified, <laughs> they neck it ain't none of. Them. He ain't got no, he ain't got no pictures on that computer of them reading books or teaching kids. It's just black women with afros with their titties out. So yeah, he love y'all, but for the wrong reasons. I love black women for all of the reasons. He love but for the wrong definitely. reason. Well, nigga, keep your dick in your pants and just appreciate them. Go up, Riri just said something. Go right there. She says, uh, "Oh, very ambitious. I see. Well, I believe in you, and I hope you make it to at least six months. But rooting for you for the year, all year. Put it like this: If I can make it to." March, but I like I said, I don't have nobody that want to give me no pussy. So in reality, <laughs> it's going to be easy to do this. Like, I, all the vagina I've been getting, I've worked at. I ain't took it, but I've worked hard for it. But if I take the same work I put into getting pussy into my career, man, we we the money going to come and the blessings going to come and all that. So I don't have no pussy on the floor. Nobody wants to give me none. So I should be able to make it a year. And I'm like, put it like this, and I'm ducked off. Like, after show, I'm going to do my shows, come home. Like, do the podcast, come home. Like... How you gonna give me some pussy during the podcast during the show? Like, okay. <laughs> it's not gonna be possible. Okay, <laughs> this looks so crazy. Like seeing
1: it, <laughs> the side, what he did with the marquee behind us is ridiculous. And then hearing him give this explanation, and then seeing the quote that Lovey got up makes
0: everything look crazy as hell I support right now. You. On what YouTube? else can a person offer besides sex? Um, I feel like uh support. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that could be mentally, like mentally. Um, you know what I'm saying? And any kind Kind of way Just it's a bunch of shit That can be offered And I want to tap into that I want to make love I want to I want to I want to truly experience What intimacy is I've never done that I want to I want, I mean I always have conversations and kick it But I want to get it And kick it on a deeper level And that's what I'm And honestly I'm not even on that tip But I do want to get to know women On a deeper level Like I'm not looking for no relationship. I ain't rushing into that dog. I'm damn near 40 years old. You know what I'm saying? I done done it all, man. As much as a nigga supposed to done done in this time. So I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling, bro. Yeah, no vagina you, for you, me. Yeah, you venture
1: you venture beyond where you've been, brother. You venturing into a whole nother uh yeah,
0: a whole new world, brother. It seemed impossible. I'm not gonna lie to you. Not getting no pussy, like, not to say that I'm just a pussy get nigga. I do all right out here, okay? I have my look I have my way. <laughs> When I have it. But to be like, damn, a whole year? Like, to me, that's like, nigga, that's like not eating food for a year. like, not nigga, Not eating I'm, food. Nigga, that's like... You will die if you don't eat food. You know what I'm saying. Year. I might be over-exaggerating. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, not having sex to me, dog, is legitimately, like... I mean, and it shouldn't be that deep, but it's like, nigga, I was, nigga, the, oh, the longest I went was when I was 17, and that's because I ain't had no pussy. <laughs> I was not getting no pussy, you know what I'm saying? So now it's like, once I got it, it was like, nigga, I want it all the time and forever more. Because eventually the time gonna come where I can't really execute with these honey packs and these pills Hilarious. and gonna get that dick hard like Hilarious. I need
1: to. <laughs> and, and, and in reality, I guess you're right. I mean, I'll definitely, depending upon, like, what projects I'm working on, what's happening in life. That's hard. I can go, I don't know, months, you know, four or five months without having sex. And then also part of it is kind of like um, like what you say. Like, is if I'm not entertaining any prospects, anything even happening, you know, it happens. Like, that happens often. I, I'll go long stints without having sex. And to me, a long stint is three, four you know, four months without (laughs) having sex period. And I know women usually don't believe me when I say, no, seriously, I am
0: not having sex. I'm not sexually active. So this is what I'm saying before, before, and before, uh, before we go to the comments, I'm going to say you actively turn down pussy. Like you said, you had no prospect. I'm talking about, did you turn down pussy? How was the long, what was the longest you went without? Like, I'm not having sex. I'm straight. And it came your way. And you was like, all right, let me do it. Um, okay. So first off,
1: usually for the women that I'm most attracted to, they're not, Um, they're not going to be so explicitly offering me sex. They'll like hint around what will happen. Like, what are you doing later? You know, I can come by Uh, things like that. And I reject all of like the soft passes that I think we used to picking up on all the hints that a woman would give. So like, you know, I can come by and visit, you know, I can cook something for you. Would you like me to cook something for you? That's usually like a sign. You know, I don't necessarily let's get his disclaimer. Just because a woman cooks a meal for you doesn't mean necessarily that that means that she wants to have sex with you, but the pattern in my past usually that can be a gateway. So, you know, spending the time. So I've definitely kind of turned that down because I just didn't make myself available. So I've never had a woman make a pass like I want to have sex with you. Wait, I did. Well, that You one know what time. I mean? I yeah. did do that they, one time. They rarely come that hard. It was after it was after one of my cookouts, uh, and the reason I turned it down more so was because she was kind of she was really tipsy you know and she made a pass and i turned it down immediately she said that she was like let's fuck and i was like eh, i'm straight now if she would have made a a physical pass along with that i don't know how strong I, strong will i would
0: have been. like grabbed her dick and was like come on nigga let's fuck like took the tongs and grabbed yeah her yeah,
1: dick. yeah if she if she
0: did that i probably would have uh i would have Subcumbed to the temptation. All right. Riri says, uh, trust now that you're doing this. They're going to try you just to say they're the ones to get you to break. Then I just won't tell y'all that I fucked her. So she can't tell y'all. I'm going to say the bitch lying. Jonathan says, love is a battlefield. Shout out to JB. That's comedian JB, man. Happy New Year, JB. That's my OG in comedy. Love is a battlefield. And that's what it is. And we at war right now, man. And what you got to do is you got to sacrifice to win the battle. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I've lost a lot of battles. And that's what I'm saying. What else we got? And Lovey
1: says, I went went two years without sex in the past. You have to keep very busy. Uh, I think it's different with women and men, too, though, because y'all always get the the past at you and then as a guy like so much of what we maybe even focused on can be focused on on that like instagram facebook like my facebook stories for some reason and i don't even like my facebook ain't even built like that Mm -hmm. is every time it's some thirst trap it comes across my facebook story and i'd be like what the hell be going on with my facebook stories so like it can it can you know it, it can fixate on things And then like Women make them soft passes Where you know it's game You know what I'm saying I really want to see you What's been going on You know Heart emojis Kiss emojis And then you be thinking like Alright Am I going to play this flirtatious game
0: The whole way through Or am I going to stay focused And keep my eyes on the prize Exactly And um I mean you right about that love Because that's what I told Kari Like I'm just going to put the energy That I put into getting the pussy Into my career Like you know what I'm saying Like you know uh, I have daughters That I love And I mean I That's just more time for them like you know what I'm saying even though getting pussy hours is where they sleep but it's just keeping it focused it's like I can put this energy into some other things like like I said building helping build this platform and me um, that Kari got over here creating content putting stuff out um, and um, you know I'm exercising more in comedy like you know I want to take my comedy to the next level as funny as people think I might be it's still a level I don't feel I'm nowhere near where I want to be so it's like I can't wait to see where I can go and I think I used all of the energy that I had to be funny to get pussy and I've got it now (laughs) and it's like all right, nigga what's next like okay you can get pussy what you gonna do now nigga you know you, you know what I'm saying so I'm on just I mean we can wrap this up at this point but um yeah I'm being celibate all 2022 if you wanna join this journey with me um if, yeah, if you want to join this journey with me, man, I'm down. Let me know. We can call and counsel each other. And be like, and counsel. Like, I uh, call and be like, hey, like, man, like, uh, I almost like, fucked a bitch p- today. Pussy anonymous or something. <laughs> hey, man, it's just, hey, man, hard <laughs> on the hoe, all 22. That's what it is. We're going to come up with a, a group text. A group text, man, where we man, all help man, each other out and be like, Josh, you ain't slipped today. I'm like, no, nah, man, but it was a bitch trying to give me some pussy, but I ran. And... <laughs> We all going to have, uh, it's, I, it can't, it's not a rape whistle. It's a celibacy whistle we going to have or a, a celibacy harmonica. So anytime somebody try to give you some pussy, you just blow it in and, there. And, <laughs> so that's what we're going to do, man. We're going to come up. We got to find some harmonicas, man. Some we can blow when people trying to give us pussy, ladies or dick. That you ain't strong enough to get away from, and then help come like a life alert bracelet. A or something life we can alert. Do. <laughs> so if anybody out there knows somebody that got the kind of technology we need for this year, we gonna test it out right now, man. Hilarious, hilarious. All right, what's this saying here? Uh, love you, laughing, love you. We gonna get you back on here asap. Believe that. It would be good if you held accountable by someone that might help accountability partner.
1: Yeah, a, a, a celibacy accountability partner. Yeah. That'd be a woman, and then like
0: probably like one month in. She'd be like, I mean, you can come over here if you want to. Uh, now nah, he's saying they're gonna use that against me. <laughs> Women, so evil. God, my accountability partner, man, but he be sending them hoes my way, man. I think God <laughs> be one. God be wanting me to get off. Like, man, don't hear Josh. I ain't tripping on that, man. <laughs> this, but I want to be, you know, I, I know it's a test, though. <laughs> Nothing to do with the Lord at all. I know God <laughs> testing me. Oh boy. I know God testing me. You know what I'm saying? God be testing me like, huh, man. I keep sending you the same test, nigga. And you, nigga, at this point in my life, dog, I am 23 years old in eighth grade. Like, God been testing me for the longest. <laughs> I should have been graduated from this class. God is looking at me like, nigga, what you want me to do? I, be, I done gave you women after woman after woman. And you keep failing this test. And we are 20 minutes into me talking about not being shit. <laughs> and we are going to move on to the Transition next to, to the next situation. Are we going to do the simplified
1: first, or you want to do, uh, we just or about you want to talk about the, uh, Are we really just want to get into the whole thing about doing business with janky business people.
0: Let's ask the people, man. Do y'all want us to go into the topic of working with janky business people? Do y'all want to hear the simplified I got, the story I want to tell real quick. Um, we'll put it on the people. We'll let the, we'll let the streets decide. Y'all want to hear the simplified, or do y'all want to jump into the topic? I mean, first. We're going to get to both of them. It just about what you want to hear first we got y'all here so y'all opinion matters a whole lot man and again happy new year to everybody man that is uh that's watching this podcast and uh february 11th is going down Mhm. Somebody said janky business first. Let's see. Let's see. Janky business first. How should we do it? All right. Janky business first. Here should we, we do it like that? She was the first one. We don't know if everybody else Wi-Fi a little fucked up. Let's see. <laughs> let's do simplified. All right. Here we go. Whoever say next is going to break the tie because Riri says simplified. So whoever come next breaks the tie. Whoever comes next uh, out of these six people is going to break the tie. It's either going to be simplified or it's gonna we're going to jump into the janky promoters. All this shit is going to be... uh. Uh, who is that here? We got here. We got it right here. We'll figure it out immediately. But yeah, this is a personal story, man, to simplify and all this janky promoter shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and, and, and we've talked about promoters
1: before, but it's more than janky promoters. It's it's janky business people. And, and we have these discussions often. Uh. Especially the off-air discussions lead to sometimes the on-air discussions, but just how we function, doing business. Lovey don't Lovey
0: don't get how uh, democracy works. She going to vote twice. Like, that's going to change it up. Hilarious. I'm agreeable. Janky Promoters is fine first. All right, then. Since y'all two did it, y'all said it first. Hit the tie. Okay, yeah. JB just uh, broke it then right there with the tie. All right. So, uh, me and Kari have a talk a lot about business. Especially that me and him Do a lot of business together And he one of the few people That I trust enough To partner with And this year I'm telling a lot of people No Comedians Promoters um, Sponsors People who want to be involved And use my name Women that want to smack I mean yeah Women um, All of that I'm telling a lot of people No just because I was saying yes a lot Because in reality I just wanted to uh, You know I'm like I want to do everything And I'm going to try everything You're not supposed to do that Because some people Will take advantage of you And it's not that they think They're better than you They just don't value you they, they don't see the value in you So they give you what they think you deserve when you like, well, I could have just did this by myself, cousin, got all of this as opposed to, you know, now we busting it down and you looking at me like, here go this little twenty and you taking eighty percent of whatever and you ain't really do nothing. And um, I just and it's funny doing business in the city of Detroit. Cause um, this is where I'm at. This is my base as of right now. So I mean, a lot of the promoters and people that do business in the city, Kari does a lot of business and wit, and he knows them and he love these whole ass niggas. And my thing is, you my man. Like I'm never gonna judge you based upon because maybe y'all do, but you know. But I know that ain't in you. That's the funny shit about Kari. It's like nigga, I know that whole shit ain't in you, but you 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 choose to be like, man, I that nigga cool, and I ain't gonna say no names because he got relationships with these niggas. They hoes to me, and them niggas know that i They know what it is. <laughs> with me but Carl, go ahead and tell these people why you fuck with these whole ass niggas I mean
1: and, and this is just basically my feeling about it I definitely recognize a Hollywood attitudes. Um, some of the things where they, they function in a different ethic and moral than I do. So for a lot of people that don't know, my my whole connection to a lot of this comes from me being a rapper myself, like a lot of people. And then promoting with rappers. And so from uh, from spending time, like doing stuff at, uh, you know, let's see. Uh Back when the Bullfrog was open, back when 007 was open, back when, um, you know, back when, you know, Status Lounge, just a lot of different places. Uh, Just over the years, you know, St. Andrews Hall, uh, you know, when the Zoo Bar was open, like, you know, over time, I've done a lot of different things with a lot of different people. And what I've learned is that. A lot of my contemporaries, when it comes to doing promotions and events and Mm -hmm. a lot of other businesses in this world working with artists, because I see comedians as artists, uh, rappers, singers as artists, dancers as artists, they're they exploited and and they're like they put a lot extra on things and they fake the funk. They be bullshitting. And I got so used to it that I kind of, you know, adapted to swimming in the water with you know, sharks and swimming in the water with seaweed. Like I I got used to a lot of what a lot you know, naturally I used to feel like this is whole ass behavior. It's kind of expected right now. It's rare that I meet uh, people that conduct business working with artists, and I think to myself, okay, this person is fair. This person is doing things straight up. This person is doing things in a way that I think is ethical and moral. I I really don't expect much. I'm surprised,
0: you know. But I believe, when that happens. But I believe that you can, um, you can tailor. Make the people that you choose to do Business with your circle and your network I don't think you have to do it it's a lot of Whole ass people in the world that I don't I don't be around I mean you know what I'm saying I don't Have to be around them if they're around cool but I'm just saying in business I really do believe That you can um uh, I can't think of the word for it right now But I just I keep saying tailor make or uh, Premeditate or just straight up just Set up who you can because after You okay if I work with you I see how you Get out I'm not gonna work with you again not gonna work with you Again and then you meet people and then throughout them off, you hear? Are oh, he cool? This person cool? Work with them, and you can build a network of people that don't be on that whole shit. And you can get to be whatever as successful as you want. And I don't think none of these people are gatekeepers to the point where if you fuck with them, it's gonna accelerate what you're doing. Cause I see bad business all the time, and them niggas they still they still doing the same shit. They just put a nigga. They just put enough. They put a filter over to make it look like it's bigger than what it really is. And my thing is this. It's all about respect for me, dog. I'm gonna treat the. I'm, I want people to treat me the same way I treat them. I don't, nigga. I treat everybody with respect when I come in the building. Whether it's the person that's family in the cars, the owner of the club, the promoter, his girl, whoever. I don't look down on nobody. The person that's opening, the person that's uh hosting, the headliner. Everybody get the same respect for me, and that's why like it a lot of OG comedians that I don't have respect for because, um, when I gave it to them, they showed me they gave me their ass to kiss. So now it's like it's just like I'm just gonna move a lot differently now. And what I'm saying to you is. I guess if them guys ain't did you dirty in a way To where you feel like Man, I ain't gotta fuck with them Man, you a business nigga So it's like Nigga, you like Nigga, it's all This this what the game is Me personally, dog I don't wanna have to deal with nobody Who um, Book me for an event And then I all right, man, and you never going to hear me talk like this. I, I go to this event, and I destroy this motherfucker. And then he paid me the bare minimum at the one time. And then I'm like, all right, I need more, because it's more to travel this place was far. And then he pays me a little more, but then he I got, he didn't want to do that. And then he talked to another comedian like, yeah, Josh ain't really all that funny, but everybody else that's helping you put this show together is telling you, Josh probably should have closed the show out. You know what I'm saying? Not to, that's, not to say nothing about other comedians, it's just I mean, how I perform. And then it's like, <clears throat> it's like trying to get... You know what I'm saying It's like nigga You see what I'm doing And I ain't counting your pockets But nigga you know You getting your money Nigga this ain't gonna kill you To give me just a little more Or all that other shit And that's what it is with me Like it ain't a It's it's no respect there And that's when I That's when I You a pussy ass nigga to me
1: I'm I'm gonna give a couple stories About this too Um, So I feel you And and on the flip side I can Cause I think the stories Are what interest people most And kind of connect people to stuff Uh, And you definitely can run With these stories But um, But it, it becomes difficult bro um because on the flip side of like looking at it like i just do business like that it, it aligns me with people that have to me less than character so this could also impact where another person walk in the room and see me associated and doing business with a person with less than character and they and be they like oh you, you move on with them so you gotta probably you know a birds of a feather flock together exactly but here go a classic story um i remember i remember it was an event. Remember back with the White House when the White House was open, mm-hmm. uh, the nightclub, the White House mm-hmm. downtown, off of I forget what the hell that street it's is. Some shit like that, yeah. So, so uh, one night the guys that uh, it's like a crew of different people that own that, you know, a lot of this should be caught up with street money, too. But some of the street money people that used to run the 007 ended up managing a lot of stuff with the LAX in the White House. Well, they went to LAX first and then they shut down LAX and then they went over to the White House. So uh, one night at the White House, they was like, you know, everything kind of fell down. Uh, I know stuff just dropped, but, uh, everything fell apart one night at the white house where, you know, one Friday night they had somebody booked to do a party, but whoever was booked to do the party couldn't come. So when the people that was booked to do the party couldn't come, I got the phone call like, Hey, do you want to join with this new crew of people that want to do the party? And I was like, yeah, man, I don't care. So I reached out to like two of my homies that used to do parties up at, uh, Oakland university that kind of had like a little set and crew. And, uh, And it was funny as hell because we basically had a lot of kids that came kind of from Oakland University that came down and you had half the party of the kids from Oakland University that paid this high ass fee, the 11 o'clock, $50 to get in. You had the other half of people that got in from the people that owned the White House they had chinchillas on, they had their girls with them Mm -hmm. and they got in for free. And my homeboy was at the door and he was like, this is that bullshit about parties, bro. And I was like, yeah, this is that bullshit. And and it made me feel kind of fucked up because it's like, I'm charging college students $50 to get in. And a dude that came in with three girls, Bo Chinchillas, you know, mm-hmm. Gucci Belt, Cartier's, yeah. another promoter. And he basically came in posse deep because he came in with I forget the uh the rapper that he was rocking with at the time. What year was this? Uh this was like uh this may be about seven years ago.
0: What Tom Tom, KDZ. One of them. You know what I'm saying? One of the rappers at that time. was the
1: But it was it was like one of them dusty cats. So yeah, maybe a dusty. And it was like basically the people that pay for the event is college students that barely probably using their goddamn financial aid money. Yeah. But you sitting up here want to get bottles for free, want to get a booth for free under the whole premise that you brought in a quote unquote celebrity that I really don't give a fuck that he here. Yeah. But because I'm in business with these other promoters, it kind of aligned me where I was doing whole ass shit that night as well. And then I brought in other people I knew. So it just felt bad, bro, to the point where I was like, look, here go my half of the money you could pay back whoever you need to pay back because I just didn't even feel good taking money that night. But it was shit like that and that was like one of the last quote-unquote parties that I was a part of because it felt bad and it it felt like it was two clubs going on. The VIP had all these dudes with chinchillas Chinchillas, for free and then you had the like regular club with college kids just doing... A regular college could turn up and they barely could afford the overpriced-ass drinks
0: and the whole shit. So they just it out here felt sharing bad, drinks and shit like that. Hey, shout out to my boy Nick. Uh, Nick Ford, funny-ass comedian. He said he's sending love, man. Happy New Year to you, my guy. Um, and it's funny that he on here, bro. I'm really like... <sighs> White people, just the way they do business, man, as much as like people, you know, want to say whatever they want to say, white people, man, I mean, because I work both sides of the game, all sides of the game, with niggas, it's always something funny, they looking at you crazy, but when I do mainstream rooms, and a lot of times, it ain't just white people, it's just people that work on the mainstream side, bro, the money just be, they have your money right away, they pay you, They, uh, they treat you like, you know, they... They act like, they booked you, not like you begged to get on the show, and it's just a better overall experience as an entertainer, and it's just like, damn, like, you know, I've done shows, bro, with people who, you know, I still see, man, and um, it was this one spot that I performed at, Black On. And nigga, I wanted this spot to win so bad. Like I was, I want this to be my home comedy club. And um, a comedian came in town, DC Young Fly was in town, and um, my youngest daughter's mom was with me, and she was pregnant with my baby at the time. So she was like, you know, DC Young Fly, I want to see him back come through. This my spot. So we got in for the for free, and she wanted to watch the show. And of course, it was sold out because it's DC Young Fly, and um, you know, Detroit love niggas from out of town. So I'm like, hey, man. My baby mama, baby my My daughter is a mom, um. Hey man, my girl. She's my girl at the time. Let's show you how far I'm fucked up. I'm like, yeah, my girl want to sit down, man. You know she pregnant. She want to sit down. These niggas like, yeah, man. I don't know, man. Um, we done sold every seat in the house, and I'm like, nigga, look, every motherfucking seat is sold. This motherfucker pregnant. Like nigga, I come in here and perform for free just cause I love to go up and grab a mic, and you looking at me like nigga, I asked you for a prime rib with lime, nigga. Like, I asked you, can she have a seat to sit down, nigga? And it's little shit like that that just Got make it. me and it. it <laughs> Tell me if I'm tripping, my, my nigga. I got another story D- for you. Just, just tell nah. me, Kari, if I'm tripping nah. on that. Or if it's just like, nigga, I asked for the bare minimum, nigga. I asked for a chair. I didn't say, hey, I got five or six people with me. I said, I have my pregnant girlfriend here with me. Nigga, I perform for y'all for free just because I like to come up here and work out. Y'all pay me here. And, you know, they paid me when I, they haven't come perform. Really wasn't I mean. what I was worth. But I took it just because it's like I want to see these niggas win. And, um that really made me feel away way, dog. And to this day, I kind of fuck with them niggas kind of like at arm's distance. Like, nigga, you know what I'm saying? Fuck, you know what I'm saying? Six feet, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Social distancing. It's like, nigga, fuck nigga distancing. Where it's like, nigga, I don't even really want to, you know, with you yeah, like Yeah, being that.
1: there. I mean, I, I, I definitely got to say this. Like, I got uh, so many stories uh, and learning lessons in doing business. I think one of the key things about this is Detroit is not the city that everybody make it out to be on paper and on Instagram. People trying to act like they bossing the fuck up here, man. You know, people getting by, man. It's a regular working class city. Niggas is broke, But man. promoters be so... They act like In it's your Chicago. face, it throw you off. I remember uh, I used to do, like, years ago. This may be, like, 15, 20 15, 20 years ago almost. Uh, nigga,
0: Kari brought the phonics here.
1: Hilarious. Uh, I did, uh, I was doing stuff with uh, DJ Lish, like, before he even became the DJ Lish that a lot of people know. That was the light-skinned uh, nigga who doing the parties, like, light-skinned versus dark-skinned. That, that is the infamous guy that did wow. the uh, light-skinned party. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: (laughs) How did that work? Do niggas remember that? Do niggas remember that? Like, so you could only get in if you was light-skinned? Hilarious. It
1: was like, I think light-skinned girls got in for free. That's what I think he was doing. So, uh, as backwards as that shit is. But um, but the... uh, Exactly, love. The... The shit that uh, this was, it was like all of them we was meeting about doing an event together with some rappers. Everybody pull up like Escalade on 22s. Uh, I'm pulling up in my in my Buick, my 89 Buick Century that my grandma gave me. And I'm like, all right, the venue costs two thousand dollars. I was like, it's four of us. Let's all put up five hundred dollars. I had my five hundred dollars right there from my Pizza Hut job. Yeah. Everybody else was like, man, you know, let's look at other places and other venues. And it hit me. It took a while to walk away. I had to call my granddad that owned that nightclub in Cleveland. Like, why like, why they even got to think about it? I'm like, this is a good venue. It's where we need it. Mm-hmm. It's what we need. $2,000. We can make it back because they're giving us a piece of the bar as well because, you know, if you do promotions, bar you know, helps you shit. as well. But they didn't have the money. You know what I'm saying, and I even found out like when we picked like the other venue, the off vi- offshoot venue we picked, mm. and, and later that night when you know what I'm saying, after the show, it was like shit. I ain't balling like that, bro. I'm balling on a budget. Let's go on and go to this Wendy's dollar menu. So I'm like, damn, you got to escalate on twenty twos, and we got to pull up in the goddamn Wendy's. I'm like, we can go to Coney at least. Like, and I mean, but this is the mentality, bro. Cats will. I mean, that whole idea of brand new car, brand new jewelry in your mama's basement is some detroit shit. It's and a real. lot of detroit promoters are that. They'll be at a girl's house that got an apartment or condo downtown. Yeah. And that girl is probably just like a girl Who they works. probably don't really like, but you know what I'm saying cuz it's not, you know, the look they like, probably that light skinned girl. You know what I'm saying? But it's the girl that's downtown that come to all day parties that really promote them that probably give them the money to put in to oh, partner yeah, with people she like me. Him up. You know what I'm saying? That shit is like if we pulled the veil on a lot of these promoters and really saw how they tap into what it is
0: and I had to learn that over time. It's a lot of cap, bro. So, why you love these niggas, Cory? That's my thing. Like, that's the question. Like, nigga, nigga that's why we're here to talk. Why do you love these niggas, man? Like, you know these niggas out here, they on bullshit, and you know it's legit niggas out here that do it like you, handle business like you, and willing to build like you. It's like, nigga, why even associate with them niggas? I mean, I know you probably not as much now, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, like, at the point man, in time, yet. when did it take you to be like, <coughs> man, let me get away from these niggas, man? Because they ain't really getting no
1: money the the white house party was the last time like it was like okay i can't do this type of shit no more and then after that it's like i set up my boundaries and parameters so it's it's one of those tough things where you know it's it's like any game or some shit like that like i'm guessing people in the dope game or whatever it's like these are my boundaries this is what i do this is what i won't do bam bam so but i i look at it like it's so commonplace because even the people that are straight and narrow it's like they'll be on the straight and narrow then I tap in with them 3 months later or a year later and they Hollywood is fuck too. Yeah. And they be like I, you got to here go the classic phrase. You got to fake it till you goddamn make it. And then I see even with the flyers and the promotions, they they'll bring in a celebrity name. They'll bring in this and like I always tell people, bro, you don't need a celebrity. You can build an audience just from doing some real shit and growing it organically.
0: Cool shit. The man.
1: classic example I used to use is back in the 80s in the 90s, the African World Festival was just had like Africans on stage playing goddamn African drums and everybody in the city would be down there the minute that the African World Festival f- shifted off and said alright we gonna have Isaac Hayes this day Shaka Khan this day um, you know New Edition this day now I'm starting to pick and choose now it's like I only wanna go when New Edition comes I yeah. only wanna go when Isaac Hayes there so when you got African drummers on stage it's like I ain't checking for that shit you know you can grow something organically and the culture just exists and be
0: what it is we play ourselves drumming into a lane bro we jump into a lane and it's yeah. like the African American festival was what it was like what it, I mean I get it those are African American people performing but it's like that's not what it's about like keep it what it is and feed the people that want to see the shit that you have to offer. Don't make it like, yeah. well, we can get everybody. Then you you bring a nigga, you bring an Isaac Hayes down here, and the people who like, I don't give a fuck about Isaac Hayes like that, like yeah. I came to see the African drummers and Wooty Woo Woo, now you bring them extra niggas with the extra drama, yes. and not shit getting all fucked up and, and twisted that, when it was perfect the way it was. And that that is usually, and I knew I was getting outside of my
1: realm when they were starting to invite me to the white party. I'm, I'm just like, man, to be a part of it, and then, you know, you're getting juice, because it's like the white party, the biggest party ever, it's at Shane Park and then you sometimes I have to just do the numbers bro so like it's like the white party at Shane Park you can buy in to be in a promoter in the white party it's gonna cost you 10 bands and it's like okay how many people does Shane Park fit or here go the classic one hey we wanna bring Sada Baby to do something that uh kod back when king of diamonds the strip club was open and i'm Mm. like okay the king of diamonds the strip club capacity is a is at maximum 110 people sada baby's crew quote unquote according to how we got it wanted fifteen thousand dollars so i'm like okay fifteen thousand dollars so that means if if we even got 150 people to pay a hundred dollars i'm not making my money back because y'all ain't giving the bar and then you hear cap shit like this well you do it it'll blow you up and then everybody else in the hood wanna fuck with you and then they do shit like this but this is the type of fast talking bullshit you will hear in the promoter game and to me this is really what happened Sada Baby is cool with one of the four people that would've been a partner promoter with me and he probably just gonna show up because he got love for whoever that person is do a walkthrough, do half a verse and keep it moving whoever this person that said they the partner gonna snatch my $10,000 mm-hmm. snatch the other person probably they ain't come up with the full 10 because they don't conduct business like with me 4,000 and snatch the other person 6,000 then they're gonna turn around and go to the door and be like oh because y'all ain't put in the full 10 y'all can't get the full piece that me and car getting and in reality he done stole from me stole from the other two promoters and want his full share of the door this is promoting in the d so i had to build parameters to deal with these people mm-hmm. and i'll give you some of these parameters that i deal with these people one always at the goddamn door and i'm always at the door with a pitch counter and usually depending on Upon the event you'll see me in the door suited and booted and people be like damn man this your event why you at the door because it's where the fucking money at and mm-hmm. i don't trust these people with my money because i expect them to steal i expect a cousin to steal that shit happened to me dj lish i remember that shit and you said it was your cousin and you was like damn my cousin stole all the money I, I learned a lesson I called my granddad like I said you know rest in peace granddad club owner and he was like hell yeah she stole your goddamn money because I would've stole your money too you never leave the fucking money if you do an event with people stay at the door with your fucking money don't trust nobody with your fucking money mm-hmm. they start talking that whole alright the venue need <laughs> you dealt with this shit yeah. the venue need piping and draping and we need uh, uh uh we need uh cabaret licenses for for people that's gonna do all of this and then okay you got your expenses guess what I got my expenses yeah. okay guess Guess what, Josh now, who the comedian and talent I hire, mm. costs $10,000. And he be like, man, my man said he booked him for that. I'm like, I don't know who the fucking man is, but Josh told me his ticket is 10000 So man. your expenses is 8000 my expenses is 10000 Guess what, because I'm fair and benevolent. I'm going to just eat that 2000 and we come in fair square, in the fucking middle so I had to build boundaries of dealing with this whole shit so that they could never work around me and they started getting to a point where they said
0: this nigga think he's smarter than everybody hey he too difficult to work with they like we can't cheat this nigga so it's like why fuck with that nigga and that's good that you doing that and that's where we at now in the world Mm -hmm. I feel like where it's like nigga we don't gotta work outside of that no more like nigga we build with them with the people we fuck with and we keep it fair and square and everybody gonna make some money and we gonna build with the people that fuck with us man another thing I learned from a lot of these events.
1: Okay, all that old getting people in for free or I got to talk to a promoter or that's my man. Every I got the pitch count the pitch count thing for people to know. You can buy one of those like online or just go to a sports store. Or steal store. it from an umpire, mm-hmm. nigga. Yeah, you could do that, too. You count every person that walks through the door and every time a person say I'm here for Josh or I'm here for for person A or person B, you put a tally next to whoever that person is. And then at the end of the night, when we count shit up, it's like, OK, motherfucker, you just let in thirty five motherfuckers for free. So we going to count out if, if it's ten dollars per head. Mm-hmm. We're going to count out $350 and you is not getting a piece of that because you want to let motherfuckers in for free, bro. And I'm handling business because I put my goddamn money up. <laughs> I had to learn that way, too. People definitely didn't like me for that shit. I learned so many different um Uh, ways of dealing with the whole ass shit that these people would try all the time. And the number one thing that's always a great green sign is when you put stuff on paper and people don't want to sign contracts, that's always tough. When you want to offer whoever the talent is a uh, deposit, which I'm big on that, people don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm big on deposits. If I I hire talent, usually I'm going to give you half up front and half the day of the show. And usually the day of the show, I like to give you the money when you show the fuck up. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's when rough. I say when you show the fuck up, like really when you show up, meaning that like you walk through the door and I want you there. Now, is it artists that are very unprofessional too? And me and promoters talk about that. Hell yeah. yeah There's are. a lot of artists that show for up sure. drunk, uh, wanting to get a bunch of people in for free mm-hmm. and all that extra shit. And I just take it in mind and i be like, okay, I realize how this person Responded to my business and I can choose to conduct business with this person again mm-hmm. or not in the future. But at the same time, I felt like this is just the shitty way that, that things are conducted in business. And the best way to go around this is to build stronger relationships like how me and Josh is going to do mm-hmm. our events. And you got to show people that it's a better way to do shit. And as you do shit a better way, I think it. it it changes the behavior of everybody. But till then, like I say, these relationships and and I'm going to do a series on like people that do a lot of shit that differently than how I conduct it. Yeah. They're going to continue to do things those ways and I'll do things my way. And I think that in the long run, I'll have a uh, stronger social capital. People will respect my character in the long run and I will have better relationships
0: with people. But doing business How I do business And the crazy part About doing business Is February the 11th Me and Kari Frazier Is doing something At Tony V's And like I said I told y'all Week by week I was gonna give y'all More information The spot is located Downtown Detroit At Tony V's And um, we will be Announcing what it is And tickets will be Going on sale Next Wednesday I'm putting the press Down now so that way We can get all the Business done Cause I truly be Bullshitting and I Drag my feet Cause we got so much That we working on And um, uh, light skinned girls Will have to pay to get in um, dark-skinned girls as well. Everybody's paying to get in because we having a good time, man. We got to pay for things. We got overhead, and we got kids to feed, and Kari got bitches to trick with out the country. Hilarious. So, um, we put together good events. We put together great things that's gonna be fun, and ain't gotta be no big flair to it, and no, oh, Delicious is hosting, or are we bringing this girl, or we bringing this person. Hey, you gonna come through and have a good time. Everybody is celebrity. We all on the same level. We having a good-ass time. February the 11th, Tony V's. Mark your calendar. I had y'all do that last time. Mark your calendar. February 11th is going down. We are doing something Valentine's Day weekend. And um, whether you got a girl or not, if you're single, but uh, it's going to be good fun. We're going to have a great time. It's going to be off the chain, man. And um, we going to get it in and we're going to kick it how we supposed to, man. But uh, the funny thing about... Um, the whole thing when it comes to, like like you say, artists being um, professional, I know I come late. And I come late because I got anxiety of watching comedians go up before me and watching mm-hmm. people walk out the venue. But I'm always there. I'm not late like I'm not there. i just be outside. But as an artist, you do have to be pro- uh, professional. Like a lot of niggas don't like to promote events that they're part of which is like where you do kind of have to let people know you're going to be here so if I'm paying you to be here why don't you just pay why don't you just tell the people you're going to be here to come out that would just help everything I know I'm the promoter but why is you as the artist not letting people know you're going to be here you would put up a you if you was opening for somebody at the Fox you're going to promote it like you the biggest nigga in the world but they not coming to see you they coming to see Earthquake so promote everything I have a problem with that what we got going on here uh okay
1: Riri um two things um, um, in this, and this kind of relates to it. You said how right, ah, you've been avoiding the strain. Hopefully, you healing up. Um, you know, uh, I'm gonna strongly say as when I had it, uh, a lot of water. Um, you know, and, and and mainly, I think a lot of our physical deals with our mental too. So try not to stress it. I had it last year at the end of last year and people was calling me like I was about to die. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I don't even think it's a sidebar question because I think it's interrelated, meaning that like as a promoter uh, and I learned this shit in a back and forth with Comedian Blackberry. Shout out to Blackberry. My role is to... uh. I'm creating an offering for people to come to part of that offering right now in this COVID era, as we're talking about what we're going to do, February 11th is being aware that like, you know, a person could contract. COVID-19 at your event. Uh, We weren't as aware with colds and flus and shit like that back in the day. You know, we, you know, uh, offhand maybe talk about it. But along with that, even the people that we know, like, I mean, it's been times where I've used different venues and people's cars broken into and I've paid for people to get their windows fixed and shit like that. Because I I don't want people to have a A bad bad taste in their mouth when it comes to coming to one of my events. So this is how I think it's all interrelated. And back to like what you said, even dealing with artists like my offering that's what i'm offering when, when i create an event it's an experience that i'm looking to connect people to uh and it's a lot of pressure and anxiety that can be overwhelming because we can be so focused on the people that ain't there to not focus on the people that are there you know some of those weeks i was doing a lot of studio this summer i mean it'd be you know i look up it's like five people and it's like do you wait or do you just go on and get rolling what
0: I've learned is you don't start punish the people time. that came on time. You don't punish them.
1: Yeah. Don't punish the people that came on time and, and connect with that experience. Maybe heighten it for them a little bit more. My man got the slushy thing so he pull up I give some free slushies out uh whatever you can do to connect you know it's 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 the risk of doing business because as a person that offers events I feel like it's connected to a larger event of everything that I do uh you were a part of one of my larger events that was a success even though the venue was really big was when we did I'm scared of Detroit and Mm -hmm. that was another uh a scared of Detroit the comedy show the first time we did it to Charles H. Wright which Was packed. And then the next year I went over to Wayne State, which was packed. But as I'm learning more now, it's like you have to, you have to, you know, know the crowd. Engage with your audience. Connect with your audience.
0: Uh, um, you, you know, you for sure gotta work you for with sure that, you, know? for, you for sure gotta know your audience, and you gotta feed your niche and make sure you take care of them. um I don't know. I've been getting lucky. uh I've been like working out and trying to eat right. So you know what I'm saying. As far as COVID, like I, I mean, I, I said to everybody I talked to, there's no way in two years I haven't came across it, and I just think it affect people differently. But I truly haven't had any of the symptoms, and like knock on wood, I have not come across it. I've been with people who have straight up up and down, got it. And at this point, there's no way in avoiding it. And I think you just gotta live your life, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's easy to say just, like, I really now, I really don't go nowhere for real no more, unless it's money on the floor, Riri. Like, if it ain't me doing a show or going to work or kicking it with my kids, like, I'm at the house. I'm in the studio with Kari. Um, and I just kind of try, and when I'm out, I make sure I'm intentional about how I move. I keep my mask on. I, I'm not a people person, no way. I'm not all over everybody and around and hugging, you know. I'm, I've been a nigga been fist bumping motherfuckers like that, so I ain't on all that So I think you just like You know I don't know if this your first time Dealing with it But the good thing about catching it if People can say to anybody So you should be straight But still be intentional about it, like, you know, do things to build your immune system, and um, you know, at this point, you gotta go out, you know, we can't be, they're not gonna shut us back down because that stopped everything, they don't want to give us no more money, people gonna make moves, and that's what I'm saying, with this event we doing, I feel like by the time we get to it, everything is gonna be under control again, like, like that's why I like where we promoting it at, and where we coming from, it's in a place where we gonna put the mask in the situation, like, people gonna have their mask on, they gonna kick it, it's gonna be comfortable, and by the time all this scare that we got now now this spike is gonna go down, and this is gonna be the thing to be at. So February the 11th, Tony V's is going down, and and, and then also in in talking about um,
1: when you doing an event in, in janky business in general, um, the other thing is being willing to connect with a person that may drop the ball. You know, and, and I've recognized that because if it's anything that really gets under my skin more, it's seeing. It's partnering with somebody and seeing them kind of like with what Josh said. Put more effort and energy into the next thing. So you book an artist and you give them what they ask for, and then you know that they doing Shane Park for free because you know the people at Shane Park. But yeah. they care way more and they promote the hell out of their Shane Park date because it looks and sweet. it's the day before your event. And now it's like, oh well, shit. I why go to Carrie's thing when I just saw that same artist here? Hence. I have to promote the experience because I can't rely on the name and the brand because I don't know how an artist is going to function. And that's the same way. Like, I mean, it's crazy. I look at working with artists the same way in some ways, like I look at working and partnering with some of these promoters. I have to build my boundaries the same way and like make things make sense. Like, what are the groups and what are the pockets that make sense? Like, uh, you know, Josh sometimes don't like the theme theme so much, but the theme becomes the safeguard in case the the artist, you know, gets called up to go on tour with, you know, uh, Dave Chappelle and 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 Talib Kweli and Kanye West or some shit. And now I'm not just stuck out in the cold. You know, let the last Scared of Detroit, we had Jess Niche booked, but Jess Niche couldn't make it because she was overbooked and she sent back the deposit, which is now, cool, shout out to but Niche. we... uh <laughs> But, you know, we had to function. We had to move. We had to work around it. It was like, hey, who do we get? And Martini Harris ain't necessarily just niche, but pulling a martini and, and let's make that shit happen because these people was coming more so for the offering of the
0: brand of Scared of for Detroit sure. than anything else. Riri said, I've been on top of my immune system so I'm okay It's acting like a sinus infection. Drink a lot of water. You want to get everything out of you however you can. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't Dr. Sebi but however you pee, shit it out, uh, mm-hmm. run through your nose, get everything out of you and that's how you'll beat this thing here. But um, And also just like and, 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 and there's some events I don't promote that people put me on and the reason why is because I don't want to bring my, uh, my my demo to a place that don't represent where I, you know what I'm saying, where I'm at in my comedy career. Like, I did that one time with some comedians and um, I promoted this show. It was a Mother's Day show. They did it at another venue before that was like the shit. And they packed it out. And then the next time, nigga, we did it in some like weird ass, trapped out, bed and breakfast looking ass, concrete jungle place. And it was like weird and it just looked fucked up. And I was like, yeah, I'm not, like I ain't doing every show no more, but if I do, I'm not promoting your shit like that. Especially if I, if I know how you coming. Like, I know you ain't gonna create an environment where where women gonna feel safe to walk to their cars, like, cause nigga, I put something together, like, you know, what I mean, me and Dez was doing, um, uh, uh, going up Tuesdays, we had security, and if security couldn't walk the women to the car, nigga, I would, and if I couldn't, cause my girl was tripping and she jealous, cause she think I'm trying to fuck you, I would have a friend of mine or somebody walk you to your car, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, hey, that's me right there, but just walk her to the car, cause my girl here, and you know what I'm saying? We would just keep it moving like that because I want to make sure that, like, my demographic is very, 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 very largely and predominantly women women black women that got money they want to come out and they want to have a good time and they spending their money because they want to come mm-hmm. kick it with their nigga and I want to make sure that they come safe they leave safe I want to make sure that their cars is not being fucked with so I'm not going to just have y'all come out to some shit if I know it ain't all the way A1 you know square it, like it, you know I'm going to have that
1: And that's, those are like some of the extras and the nuances that I've had to learn over time of knocking my head against the wall and knowing the difference between the rap events that I do, the comedy events that I do, the cultural events that I do, when I partner and do a hip hop event at a strip club or something like, it's a different offering for everybody. And then also knowing who to invite to do different events, rest in peace Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid was one of the people that hit me to some game, like, okay, Comedy's good for this Comedy's good for that I can host this But it's not gonna be so comedic And you may be better at doing this You may be better at doing that You know uh, DJs and promoters And I'm definitely not above uh, The reproach of like You know Learning these lessons These things I've learned And the best lessons that they say You stick to you learn Are the lessons where you lose money And learn Where it's like Damn I thought that shit would've worked But it didn't You know And them L's It was a valuable lesson In learning how to engage And interact with people Mm -hmm. And And and, uh, and and I'm very I'm very much looking forward to uh, partnering with a lot more people at the network and uh, doing different events, doing different things uh, with Piper Carter. Pipe. Done, uh, we did uh, the I'm the rapper, she's the DJ. An all woman. Hip hop show, which I think is dope because it's a lot of women that like hip hop, but for a lot of hip hop shows, when you go in them, it, it ain't feeling like an energy where women is welcome per se. You That's know what for I'm so. saying? That's so, for uh, so, we created an environment where women felt where, you know, she had the non misogynistic open mic, but carried that same energy over and more of a show production aspect and dynamic like I, I got to think of what that is and even with what you said like a woman she may want to come out and dress up she may want to wear heels so I got to think about like the what to lot. walk up and, yeah. yeah all these little things are nuances. Women like to
0: get cute you know what I'm saying so you want to make sure she mm-hmm. don't fuck her little red bottoms up when she step through she can sit her jacket down somewhere and ain't nobody gonna fuck with it it ain't dusty and it smell good in there and you know when you do what you're supposed to do you attract that kind of clientele that demo you know you want to serve your, your demo to the highest uh, yeah. possible uh, ability that you have because they remember that because these is moments. And like I said, with what I do, I want people to enjoy it and feel like it's just as necessary as it is to, like toilet paper. I want them to put money aside to be like, I have to see Josh once a month and if he doing something, I'm going to be there and I'm going to fuck with it. like And that's how you build that. And and uh,
1: another rest in peace, my godmother, or Thea Barnes, what she would do with Millie Scott and I went to a couple of day events and it's so weird the way people would talk about connecting to their events. And I learned a lot from her, uh, even with the blues events I've done with Thornetta Davis shout out. That's my big homie, her and Jam. But, uh, but I learned so much from both of them in reference to, uh, the way that you can create an experience, even for people that like make it a destination. Because that's what they want to connect to. You know, it's people right now. And I know Josh ain't making the the connection, but they were they were on their first date at a Josh show and now they married, they got a kid and they're going to continue to carry that energy and if he keep curating and building upon that audience, they'll keep connecting. Bruce Bruce was talking about this on the uh, Morning Culture podcast where he was like, man, it was this couple that's been coming to me, coming to see me for 20 years at this same spot, I want to say, in Mississippi or something. Mm-hmm. But comedy can be like that. An event can be like that if you create the experience. So all those little nuances, be willing as, as a, if you got a female audience, like if I partner with Josh, I know it's gonna be a lot of women I gotta go check the bathroom and make sure that the women's bathroom is what they need on to be. point so when they you know get, what I'm saying they're using the bathroom and not saying that you know the dude's bathroom don't matter but it don't matter the same you know what I'm saying and you got to make sure that if you got the type of venue and you know these people gonna drink drinking and eating is a different experience when when all women go out and they want to get shots and all that stuff if I walk by and I'm in the venue and you know I'm I'm seeing you know shout out Haley Haley and her girls mm-hmm. and it's like yo We've been waiting for our shots for, you know, for like about 20 minutes. That's going to make them not connect with the venue no more because they want to— get they shots that
0: ain't on the venue that's on you because that's your show that's your event that's what you put together so all that's important so we say all that to say man that I mean as far as what's going on in um, in the city because I mean I don't know how it go down anywhere else it's pff, janky promoters everywhere but these are the people we run across all the time and anytime we do something we bump heads and a lot of times they like to jump into our lane as far as like well I mean my lane is definitely comedy Kari do a lot of other stuff you know what I'm saying but a lot of times people want to kind of veer over there. They're like, oh, I want to do a comedy show. Sure, I'm going to get Josh and get Jay Will and Mike Leary and the guys they know that they them guys. And then when you tell them your price, they're looking at you like, well, I don't know about that. But it's like, well, then my nigga don't even come like, over here then. Like, nigga, don't, don't, don't which, even come in my lane, bro. If you're not even going to give me, you going to show me the love that I'm supposed to get.
1: Which brings me to another big thing of people that want to do events, because I do all types of stuff, and that is what I call Larry Curly Moe. <laughs> you don't want to Larry Curly Mo people Meaning that if I really want to book Josh And I talk to Josh And Josh tell me a G And I'm like damn that's too much money Now I'm going to go back door him through somebody else i may darius Bennett, may be my cousin and it's like hey do you got somebody that can come it'd be really good if you could get josh to come now off the relationship josh may turn around and say all right uh it was a guy asking me about that date but i probably could do it he ain't sent me no deposit i'll do it for 300 now josh pulls up to the same event that he quoted me a thousand for for 300 that's the type of bullshit that a lot of these motherfuckers be on you know, and you know, I rarely, I gotta exclaim and, and use motherfuckers because that's that side door. You know what I'm saying? That's that backslide bullshit that people be on. Mm-hmm. And and it's all of that. And more of it is the is the fake and the funk, because these people act like they got so much money, like they doing events in Miami and New York. And I just happen to be here in Detroit just for two seconds. But next week I'm doing some shit in Vegas. But I'm really getting money Then you look at their Instagram and they holding up the money phone and the new Louis belt. And, you know, they girl got the new Louis bag. And it's like, yo. The artist just asked for a hundred yeah, dollars. Give him a hundred goddamn dollars. And that's where I'm gonna meet you
0: directly. You know, but we ain't fucking with them niggas no more. And um, and and as we move on, we 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 gonna knock out our first uh. I, I mean, let's do it. I think we should do a simplified. I got one on my yeah. heart that I want to get off. We should get some theme music for this man. We stepping this shit all the way up. You see what I'm saying? We already fucking around with it. You see what I'm saying right here, nigga? This ain't no computerized shit right here, my nigga. We got ridiculous! Real that damn
1: marquita he got up is ridiculous.
0: You know what I'm saying? It's all real. It, all all real. You know what I'm saying? No cap. <laughs> We hard on Hall. It looked like it said hard, hard on the Hall of Fame, but when I move over there, where you can see it's an E on there. Hard on a hoe You know what I'm saying (laughs) And that's just in anything in person Like you know what I'm saying That could be janky promoters We hard on them That could be uh, the meter maid That always putting tickets On your car at the job We hard on hoes But uh, you know what it is This is uh, the first uh, Simplified of 2022 And um, what Simplified is is We just tell stories About where we were simps And um, we break it down And you're willing to comment We let y'all in You know what I'm saying To some of the most vulnerable moments In our lives And um, this Simplified came And happened to me at a time where I was an older gentleman You know what I'm saying I was a, I was in my 30s when this happened So that shows you There's no age limit on being a simp it, <laughs> At all Like you don't have to just be young Like man I was young and dumb You can be a grown ass nigga Out here with kids yeah. still simping You know what yeah. I'm saying and um, what was happening was I was dealing with a young lady Or whatever And um, I didn't know exactly Where we was at At the time But we was on and off and I thought we was on So uh, she hit me up I'm at the job She wasn't working at the time And was like Hey You know Hit me with all the Bays and bulls. Hey I don't let bitches Call me Bay no more Cause they call every nigga Bay. Don't call me Bay. My name's Josh don't call me Bay, Boo, bae. Daddy, none of that. Bae. Hey, call me Josh. Cause I know you be calling every nigga that. So she buttering <laughs> me up. Like, yeah, my heat just went out in my car, and I found out it's the wooty, woo-woo, whatever it is. I can't remember what it was. Hilarious. But it was some, it, it was something that was too much for me to pay for, that I shouldn't mm-hmm. have paid for, cause I ain't had no business. But <sighs> me being a nigga that I am, because you know the motherfucker got kids, and if I fuck with you, I fuck with you the long way. I was like, fuck it, I got you. I sent the money over there. She got it fixed. She sent me a picture. Like, oh, my God, I want to thank you so much. I appreciate you, Wooty Woo. Now, take in mind, we had been kicking it for a minute, and I hadn't seen her in, like, two weeks, like, on some old... This before she asked me for this. And I'm like, damn, you know what I'm saying? What up? When I'm going to see you? And she was like, whatever, whatever, but still had the audacity to ask uh, a young, simple nigga like myself... ha, 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 ha To ask a young simple nigga like myself, <laughs> for 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 the for the money necessary to pay for this, so I sent it over, and then I didn't see her again for another like <sighs> nigga another week. You know what I'm saying? And I take it I take it back even further, my baby. So I'm trying to get with her. I think that weekend, and I hit her up or whatever. Like, hey, what up? You know what I'm saying? What you doing? Ugh. And she was like, uh, nothing. I'm sleep. So I pulled over to the crib because I Ugh. I know she lived at. I already Ugh. know. Look, I don't give a fuck. I, this this was me in the past life. This mm. was like two years ago. So I, uh, <laughs> so I pulled up to the crib, and she was like, shit at the crib. Like, you know, hit me with the sleepy voice. She hit me with the sleepy voice. So I'm like, i work. Well, uh, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I'm outside. Come on. I want to see you. I already seen her car when there at the crib. Oh, shit. She just hung up the phone, my nigga. And I'm calling, blowing her up, like, and she ain't picking up. Mm. <laughs> and, um, boy, I'm trying not to cry. And... um. <laughs> just and, and I and I felt like a simp, a whole ass nigga, cause it was like, damn, she she used the heat in that car to drive over another nigga house <laughs> and give him that pussy and then lay on his side of his bed and pretend like she was asleep and they was watching New Jack City in the background. I'll never forget that nigga because I heard it. Okay, all right. Cause I heard the
1: scene where you, he was you like, You know what's so crazy about this shit, but what scene did you hear? But before you get to that, it's been times where I went through shit with women where I got so mad, like like I had like a girlfriend that loved The Simpsons, but it
0: it it the shit was so fucked up I can't even watch The Simpsons no more, bro. I mean, all that shit happened, bro. Anytime something happened, you got a bad taste on it, it, fucked the game up for you. Yeah, I remember I got broke up with. The summer that uh uh Brandy dropped uh uh Full Moon. The song's like, I don't even wanna fry. I ain't even gonna lie. Nigga, I was so heartbroken, my nigga. I couldn't listen to that song. I don't know if we can pull up when that song, when that uh put it like this. I'm about to look it up right now. When um Brandy dropped, that's the name of the album, it's called Full, Full Moon. Moon yeah, and nigga, the and the title song fit. was called Full Moon. Yeah, it was. And um Brandy. And um nigga, I promise you, I did not listen mm. to this album till about ten. Years later my nigga <laughs> What's happening What the fuck is going on My <laughs> shit is tripping Like my motherfucker. <laughs> but Amazing. uh I typed it in my hair. So, yeah, like, so definitely. So, um. What yeah. scene in New Jack City? I think I heard when the old man was about to shoot him, he was like, Your soul is required in hell, Nino. Oh, shit. And he put a gun out. So, wait hey, a minute. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Full moon came out. Nigga, 2002. I just graduated. Bro, I couldn't listen to that song Till like 2007, my nigga. My soul uh. was shaking to the core. But, yeah, that's what happened. What's up, Jim and I, I'm just talking about this moment that I was a simp, man, where I got this Girl heating coil fixed in her car, and then I hadn't seen her for like two weeks. But she hit me up like, "Hey, I need this fixed." You know, she had a kid, and I'm like, "Fuck it." If I fuck with you, I'm gonna take care of you. You know what I'm saying? Fuck with you like that. If you need something, I always got you. I said some old cornball ass shit like that, and um, shot her the money. She got it fixed, and then she sent me the picture of it like, "I got it fixed. Thank you, baby, daddy, whatever the fuck she called me to." You know what I'm saying? Put more butter on the roll, and then I'm like, "Fuck it." What up? I'm gonna pull up on her, so I pulled up on the crib unexpectedly. I see her car there that I just got uh, the heat fixed then, and then I called, and I was like, hey, what up? What you doing? She's like, nothing. I'm about to go to sleep. I'm over here tired as hell. I was like, oh, well, damn, come outside. I want to see you real quick, and then she just hung up the phone, and then uh, I realized that she Use the heat that I helped her get to go over another nigga's house and spend the night over there and pretend like she was asleep. and then just didn't pick up the phone and spent me all around. So that was a that's the simplified story. The first one of two thousand and twenty two on on a scale to one to ten, um one one being a real nigga doing what he's supposed to do, and 10 just being the simpiest simp nigga of all time. You know what I'm saying? What do y'all rank me all right, and that so, story as far as being so a simp? The song, the song that I got for that. Well, we ain't going to do the song yet. Let's
1: just figure okay, out on it, what
0: on what scale. On, on the simp scale. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? On the Simpson scale. Simpson scale. <laughs> on, the, on the Simpson scale, one... Being Bart, ten being millhouse. <laughs> I don't know who was the realest nigga on there. <laughs> or I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, one being Homer and then 10 being Krusty the Clown. Oh, dunk, Maybe I'm a clown. Man. yeah. Well, no, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, Milhouse was the simp, simp, simp. Yeah, man, I know, So on cool. one being Bart, because Bart didn't play with these hoes. As you know, <laughs> Bart was hard on hoes. He had the slingshot. And 10 being, and 10 being Milhouse, where do I rank on the scale, on the Simpson scale of being a simp the as Simpsons far as about getting that, as far as getting that girl, getting her heat fixed in her car after uh. not really fucking with me for real for like two weeks you know what I'm saying as I came back from ski weekend this story I'm putting too many details out here but fuck it and then not hearing from her for real after I got it fixed like you know what I'm saying not seeing her we talk then pulling up she hit me with the wham. you know what I'm saying she hit me with the like uh-huh. the nutmeg where she threw the ball between my legs and I'm like damn bitch and she grabbed and laid it up where am I at on the scale but go ahead give me the song and y'all can give us the, the, the ratings the Simpsons wow. scale of how big of a simp I was in okay. this story y- y'all know I like these
1: old school songs go ahead and switch it up so uh y'all know the old school song of the day uh, wait. The old school song of the day is uh it is a classic one. And I want to say he coming to uh well the lead singer is coming to the 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 soundboard and that's uh my man Stokely from uh from the great from the great mint condition. That's crazy. I was listening to that t- yesterday. I watched they unsung. Ain't that something? Oh. Uh, Minnesota's finest.
0: Pretty brown eyes, you know. I see it. Quit the like the way you treat me.
1: All right, we're gonna do the lyric breakdown in a second.
0: You know, your
1: if you're with me. all right if so you're... so it's different but it's the definitely breaking the heart you know uh i think that song is more so uh from the angle of she's thinking that he's going to break her heart so she basically is preemptive and breaks his heart. And you got... Uh, Somebody said that Princeton
0: hoodie is hot. I give okay. it a four because Thank you, you Thank were young. JP, you. I was young, but <laughs> when you say young, this was kind of like Trump, Trump was still president. OG, <laughs> Trump was still president, <laughs> but I'll do, take it.
1: We can do the lyric breakdown. We the, can break we the lyric We know we love the, the lyric breakdown.
0: <laughs> Remakes can be hard to judge. Sing, Josh. Appreciate that, Riri. All right, uh, so said saying um, that this has uh, a lot to do with what I went through as far as buying a heating getting some heat fixing a girl car who went and drove over another nigga house. Yeah, off 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 top because you know it was it was breaking his heart. You know what I'm saying? I got fucked over Let me see here uh, Pretty brown eyes You know I see you It's a dis- You say it's a disguise The way you treat me Now I don't get that I thought he said It was a disgrace But I just found out Something different It's this disguise The way you treat me The way you treat me Pretty brown eyes You keep holding on To your thoughts of rejection If you were me You're secure Now that part is wild as hell So it sounds like Yeah Car, This might not work Because it sounds like She got fucked over By another nigga And yeah. she kind of Honing him And maybe because that is that. it Maybe yeah. that is that Maybe that's why I got the backlash That I got Maybe she uh, put some rims on a nigga car and he took that car and drove that over another bitch house of the ass even fatter <laughs> and <laughs> fucked her. You know what I'm saying? But I keep seeing you out alone, out alone, pretty brown eyes. Yeah, listen to love. Your heart is pounding with desire, wanting to be unleashed. Quit breaking my heart. Quit breaking my heart. I guess that's the part. I guess car just want to put it in a... Yeah, quit breaking my heart part. That home girl just uh, stumped st- st- on my uh, chest the whole time. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, man. But, I mean... I mean, I was a simp. You know what I'm saying? Uh, JB says a four. I don't know where y'all rank that at, as far as like on the Simpson scale of being a simp. Card, where, where, where you put it at? Uh,
1: that, that's that's pretty tough. Uh, I think it's above I a mean, four. I, it I it up would up. think it's. Uh, <sighs> Are we are we ranking this based on uh based on all what? the stories we've heard
0: so thus far? No, nigga, just, just, just right period now. off I mean, off we, rip. We, we can't base nothing off of everything else. It's like nigga, um, what a level of simp was I to not only deal with somebody well, I was dealing with somebody who wasn't really dealing with me, but when they needed, they called, I came through, and then me being like, All right, well bet, I'm just gonna pull up, thinking and hoping, getting over there and getting a hold again. Eight. I give an eight. Double that boy that. gave me an eight. So, I mean, on a scale, I don't know what an eight would be on the, um, I guess Simpson scale. <laughs> yeah, I guess that would be a – I guess that would be a Sideshow si, so, Bob. You know what I'm saying? Sideshow Bob. Sideshow <laughs> Bob. Nine would be uh. – we're going to come up with real characters for each uh, level, but, <laughs> you know, one is one is Bart Simpson because he ain't he don't really play. He hard on hoes. And then, you know, five would be in the middle, I guess, Homer would be yeah, because Homer, yep. Homer don't know no better plus he still you know he got a whole wife and he do what he do and he almost fucked a country singer at one point in time but he didn't because mm-hmm. he loved his wife mm-hmm. and then we all know that uh, uh, Milhouse is just a straight simp because he mm-hmm. been loving uh, Lisa. Lisa for a while and she been playing that saxophone and don't give a fuck about cuz and even in the future when they went to the future they wasn't even married Yeah, she didn't even fuck with that nigga for real so yeah, um, let's see here Riri said yeah I was thinking Uh, let me see I can't really see I still can't see okay wait so I gotta far. blow this up yeah <laughs> She said, uh, yeah, it was up there pretty high. I was thinking a seven at least. Damn, Regan, I got, and you got real love for me. So it's got to be a seven, eight. So we about right there, seven, eight. Yeah, and eight this, is pretty uh, hard. Sideshow Bob, a seven to be Smithers. Smithers <laughs> Seven to be a Smithers So yeah I'm right there uh, Eight Depending on where Everybody else Kind of put me at You know what I'm saying I think I'm about at an eight That's how many people we got watching this mm. So Yeah man But you know You do shit for people You give a fuck about yeah. And the funny thing about it is I didn't do it Because I'm like Okay she gonna like me more It's just like You know I did this because I fucked with you And I you, you needed this thing Like you know As a man You always wanna come through For somebody you fuck with So <laughs> This not me talking My uh, rating down It's still <laughs> <laughs> hey, like, even me going over there and calling and all the fuck shit, like, nigga, it's like, all right, you know, do she owe me the respect to be like, nigga, you know, you should be trying to fuck with me? I gotta put heat in your car. It's like, no, you was just, a nigga, dumb enough to put heat in my car. The Hilarious. nigga that I'm fucking ain't gonna do it. The Hilarious. nigga, that was probably nigga who put it in. I paid for the parts. He did the labor. She gave me pussy for the labor. <laughs> I never thought about that until I just said that. That might have been higher work. Like, I might have paid for the parts and she paid for the labor and pussy. It's
1: like, get in the zone old (laughs)
0: AutoZone.
1: My nigga was
0: like, he he dropped that old O'Reilly's dick on her. You know what I'm saying?
1: uh, What is that? The the shade tree, the, the, what is that? Parking lot
0: mechanics? Yeah, nigga, the shade tree mechanic, (laughs) nigga, the backyard mechanic, my nigga in there. He was like, you gonna need a heating core. She was like, I got the perfect nigga for that. (laughs) called me up. He was like, get the expensive one. Hilarious. Yeah, Hilarious. man. I mean, it's kind of like what you said.
1: You know, most times as a man, if a woman to something, you're you going to do it. It's kind of like kids. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if kids to something, like, That's you know, I mean, you, you, you know, it's been times I take, damn, they grown as hell now, but I took my little cousins to the... Thanksgiving Day Parade. I never knew how expensive the Thanksgiving Day Parade
0: was until I went with little kids. You know mm, what I'm spent saying? The gang of cheese. Bruh. Spent the gang of cheese, man. I don't know what's up with all Bruh. these uh Bitcoin following ass niggas that follow you, and then mm. they uh, yeah, they be trying to, you know, do. Do you know about 4x? Just like nigga, I'm like, yo, don't
1: straight 4X. up. If you if you fall for that, I saw a meme that was talking about that shit. We've seen people get caught up in the game. If you fall for that. And they take your account, your account wasn't down, it wasn't hacked, it was you were stupid. Be smart. Be be smart as hell. You see some thick ass woman and she's selling 4X, quote unquote. You
0: know she don't know you. You know nigga. she ain't in the city. Be smart. Don't be Stupid. And that's all we ask y'all to do, man. Shout out to my nigga J.D. who got his pay snatched by somebody. <laughs> um, sometimes we be too smart for our own good. We too be smart for our own good. Hold on. My OG just said something. If you did it without expecting anything, you get an A on the ball scale. And that's what I'm saying. Like, as far as, like, nigga, like, me, not me being like— And I'm not trying to talk my rating down. I was a— hu- I, that was some simp shit. If my son told me that, I'd be like, a dumb bitch. If my daughter told me she did that to a nigga, I'd be like, keep hustling these whole ass niggas like that. He deserved to get got. No, but, do listen not, though, but yeah, Do not put that information out there for women. If my because daughter women moving like that, no, Women
1: know if they infer and they dealing with a man, if he got, nothing's worse than being with a woman... And they need something And I've definitely been in that position Where it's like Damn man Shit I wish I could help And you try to piecemeal
0: it And it's not exactly what they want And then they look at you like You a pathetic motherfucker But this my thing about it dog and And I hate to say this But women Don't take shit from niggas You don't plan on fucking with like that Like Cause you can sit here and say it's a gift But you know what a nigga trying to do Like Okay me aside And my story is deeper than that, so I'm not gonna get into it. But I did for somebody because I fucked with them and I didn't expect it, and I would never throw it in their face. Let's say shit was all good, I would never throw it in their face, like, bitch, when you need it, I got da 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 da. No, I'm just doing for you because I'm supposed to. So the same thing with niggas, like the same way a woman would give a nigga some pussy and be like, you only gave him that pussy because you liked him. Don't act like you just, like, oh, I wanted to fuck him. No, you liked him, and then when he didn't give you what you wanted, what you thought was like a relationship or more, you think he did you wrong. It's the same thing when a nigga does for a woman because that's what we judge ourselves off of. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying like when we move around here and be like my husband said facts. I don't know what her husband said facts to. What Basically, your husband Basically,
1: I think he's saying facts to the whole fact is, as a woman, don't
0: accept gifts from a man that you're not attracted to. I ain't to. say that that fast. I think there's something else they talking about. But I'm just saying like, and women talk to me if I'm wrong, but you shouldn't take things and be like, well, he gave it to me. He didn't have to. Don't take something from a nigga you know that he he doing for you because he fucked with you. Whether he on some old, I'm just doing a gift. Give. Don't, give, don't take something from a nigga you don't fuck with him like that. Like, especially something real. Like, it's one thing if a nigga take you out to eat and do all this. But if a nigga getting shit fixed and come get your hot water heater fixed and he doing things like that that you like are vital to your life, you don't take them kind of gifts from a nigga because in reality, if he jumped through your motherfucking window and take that pussy off of you, y'all gonna call him crazy. You should have never took that from him. And that's the same way y'all feel about when y'all give a nigga the pussy and then he be like, you be like, Why well, can't he do that? I, I, you gave him pussy, you know what I'm saying? I I You shouldn't have gave none. I, I, but I mean, part of this is the back to
1: a classic word. I think that's come into more prominence over the past couple of years. But that's the finesse of women, because the finesse of women is women act like they not trying to finesse you out of that shit. Mm-hmm. But they really are finessing you out of that shit. So I, I definitely think that's part of the finesse, bro. Women like to live in that world where they know they can just infer to certain shit. Like, my,
0: you know, in fur, what you mean? What do infer mean?
1: Infer, meaning like they can just kind of drop the hint, the whole, you know, I don't know how I'm going to get to work tomorrow. And it's like, OK, let me pick you up or get a you a gas. Yeah. Or, or Uber or whatever or w- w- whatever is going on, because that's just that's just as men. I, I think we've been socialized to respond like that. You a different type of dude. If you can women, if you can listen to a woman in need and just listen and just be like yeah that's fucked up you a different type of
0: dude so
1: they, no they one they always say that they, say that. they say
0: that meme they say that meme I already see that meme where a woman be like uh, <laughs> be like anytime you say like damn man I gotta pay my bills and when the niggas say that's crazy they feel like don't fuck with a nigga who going to say that, crazy. Fuck with a nigga who going to do this, that, and the third. But those memes always represent the nigga that you want to be with. The nigga that you want to fuck with is the nigga that's supposed to come to the table. But what about the nigga you don't want to fuck with that be like, yeah, I'll pay for your kid to uh go to a fucking, uh, um, fucking whatever camp. You know what I'm saying? I'll pay for him to do AAU. It's like, no, he shouldn't do that. You don't take those things for somebody you don't take serious like that. Because I think that'll cut back on a lot of women getting their ass beat by niggas that they be like, he was crazy, she should have never. Stop playing with these niggas. These niggas really fuck with y'all. And niggas, listen, stop taking pussy from girls you don't plan on being with. I'm not fucking nobody all year. So I'm not even <laughs> in a discussion no more. But in real life, stop taking pussy from girls that you don't plan, especially if you know she like you. It. It's one thing if y'all just... And I, we always say this. Women can't just fuck niggas. But if that's the role she playing, do it. But if you know, nigga, it's a little bit of inkling in your soul that she want to be with you, don't take that pussy, nigga, because you're going to get stabbed in your sleep. You're going to want to lay down after you bust <laughs> that nut. Do not take pussy from somebody you don't want to be with, nigga. I, Leave that alone. No head or nothing. Look look at Riri coming. What she say? I don't think... She said, I don't even think a woman should go on a second date with a man if she knows there's no sexual attraction on the first date. That's just my opinion. Let me—I got to let that roll in my mind. What do you think about that card when somebody was when she saying there? I don't think— <laughs> You tell them second day the tough thing out. about that is
1: I agree with that. But on the flip side of it, just knowing women, because I've been finessed so many times, they're going to say, no, I kind of am attracted to him and I don't know where things may go and all of that stuff. The number one thing that I think usually is the jam up is a woman still connected to whoever that other dude that really is in her mind is. So she's out with me. But in reality, you know, you know the whole her body's here with me but her mind's on the, the, other, mind side of town.
0: Is on the other side of town.
1: Big Eddie the vert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Messing me around, you know. <laughs> but that's usually what happens, Messing I think. Me so so she in her mind is like he's attractive, I like him, I like hanging out with him, but they really is tied up with that other dude. She texting she that nigga like really is I'll with be him. home.
0: She texting that nigga while y'all sitting there eating. She like, he's so crazy. Yeah, I'll be home in a minute." <laughs> 1030. <laughs> you want something from you want something from Joe Muir? <laughs> yeah, basically. now no, no, let me see. Uh, it was a couple things I wanted to say. Okay, just to comment on what uh Riri said. Riri said I, I respect that. Most women don't have that thing. Most women, Kool-Aid got a joke where he say women will go out to eat with niggas they don't to their favorite restaurant with niggas that they don't like, and they will do that over and over again. Yeah. And it was hilarious, and it was true, and you shouldn't. If you don't have no plans of fucking with this nigga in the same way he want to fuck with you. Now, if he just a nigga like to go out to eat and he a restaurant tour, hey, all right, cool. I like to eat. You gonna eat? But if this nigga talking about it at the end of the night you should let me in. He want to fuck you. You know what I'm saying? That's the reason that nigga follow Diamond home. Diamond, I always follow you home to make sure you get home. That nigga want to fuck you. You've been checking. <laughs> (laughs) your ass on my dick for the past five years. All right, the next one was what? Next comment. Have you you finessed a woman, a girl out of a gift? Pussy. But I've never, (laughs) like, I don't, like, I'm not a gift nigga. So that's the thing about me being in relationships too. Like, you know, with a woman, if I know you want something, I go slide and grab it, but I ain't, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, put it like this. If you want something and you say you want it, I'm going to go get it. But don't think I'm going to sit around and be like, ooh, our favorite color, purple. I'm going to go out and buy a purple uh, trench coat. Like, I'm not going to do that because I'm scared I'm going to get the wrong shit. Tell me what you want. Now, it's called when it comes to me, I don't give a fuck about gifts. Like, I'm a grown nigga now. Like, I stopped caring about gifts a long time ago. If you buy me something, I'm going to appreciate the fuck out of it because you bought it for me. So, no, I've never finessed no women out of gifts. Kari definitely got a Buick LeSabre out of bitch before I mean. Is I seen. Kari,
1: Kari has not and uh, I am actually this is where it's so different because as much as I think Josh is more romantic in that love language shit I am a gift giver so I'm going to give a gift. And part of giving a gift is just seeing how she responds to something, seeing how appreciative she is. And I'm trying to, like, I think it's a language in giving gifts. And not just women I kick it with, just even sometimes, like, a lot of my mentors, uh, I get gifts. Uh, it's places I go that I know I can get certain things just because those kind of gestures mean something to me. Have so you I ever finessed somebody like that? Have you ever finessed a woman? You start talking about, like, I been okay. tricking with these hoes. And I know how to <laughs> bitch and shit.
0: Nobody asks you that, nigga. Answer the question, stop being evasive. Nigga Have you Amazing. finessed a girl Out of a gift No I have not I have not I, I'm not a You know Women rarely get gifts from me No Shit. niggas doing that though That's my thing Like I don't know no nigga That's doing that What what'd JB say Let's
1: see Yeah Gemini nobody,
0: I don't know no nigga doing that Have you ever been finessed Out of a gift Gemini Let me see How was you getting there Before you met me And I exactly what he's saying Like if I'm driving mm-hmm. you around Don't hit me with the Oh uh, uh, But nigga The last nigga car He had no gas That's what it was <laughs> All right. What's the biggest gift? What she say on the second one? What's the biggest gift or gesture on the flip side? I mean, I, it might be. I don't know. I really think it's pussy. Like I, I think women. That's why I'm telling men, but they always act like that. Whereas I, I, I think that
1: sex is a fair exchange, especially being that like when it's there. I, I mean, it's it's more of a fair exchange. It might be though. Time. I know that women, though I I recognize socially. A
0: woman offering her sex Is more valuable than a man Offering his sex So that's They don't think that's equal Like they think dick Is what they supposed to get Because you gonna give it To anybody anyway This is what I say I say time Just to change it up I think uh, the biggest gift Or gesture a woman Can give you is her time Like I know niggas Who got sides And what I mean sides And you know They call them sneaky league now, whatever you wanna call them You know what I'm saying With sides side chicks Or whatever you wanna call them Where a girl Will drop everything she doing Because she know This nigga got a girl And he like look I, you know, my girl went to whatever with her people, come pull up on me, and she'll drop everything she's doing, go get a babysitter, and come kick it with that nigga for however long she can. So, just time. And that's just the worst-case scenario. Like, a woman, just her time is everything. So, she feel like, girl, whenever this nigga wanted something, I dropped it, or we did this, and... The game is set up like that. So I will say time is the biggest gesture I on concur. the flip side. So I if you can't I reciprocate that with a woman, bro, don't play the game. Like, stop spending time. If she is sad and you just fucking her, let it be known and be cut and dry, my nigga. And listen here, man, look. <laughs> from the jump. From the jump. Be hard on a hoe. And this only fit the description because we talking about this right now. Hey, I can't really. You know I got a girl. I don't want nothing more. We just fucking
1: okay but okay this is this this goes into that cap of men because men be talking some gangsta shit men be married and be like yo I meet a woman I straight up tell them I got a wife and da 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 big lies men be selling a fucking dream big lies and they behavior and how they talk and just all of that shit but you talk to most men they just be like yeah I told them I got a wife and, and I got you know what I'm saying another girlfriend so you can fit get in how you fit in men
0: men ain't coming at women like that big glass. Big lies Niggas not moving like that You know Until they done fucked Like niggas They not <laughs> Men are not coming out the box Letting you know That they got a girl Because they want to try To get what they doing And that's manipulative That's uh, very manipulative Yeah And it's it's not cool And like I said I know yeah. we talk a lot of shit on here And I mean And I mean I, I know I come off a certain way I'm just not cut that way For real And um We gotta We gotta stop that bro We have to stop that And and I'm saying this right here In front of all of y'all right now To let y'all know We gotta stop that and as a single black man of two young ladies, um, two daughters, I want us to stop right now, man. Let's just kill the cycle, man. Like I said, do not take pussy that you don't plan on really fucking with like that. Even if you think she like you and then she get to a point, I mean, don't like you and then she gets to the point where you feel like it. Far back. Yep, they not coming out the gate with that. They not coming out the bill, nigga. They, 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 they ain't pulling from half court for real. They not pulling from the logo. Niggas is not coming like that. They gonna try to get you to like them, and that's the thing, man. Women, once women start liking you, it's a wrap. And now, I, 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 now I do agree with that because part of that, I've
1: been, I've been dating women that have been in, I guess, an entanglement with a married man. But in their mind, when they talk about the shit, they like, I mean, how married is he? As much time as he spent with me and all of that stuff. Like I say, he's has been in the behavior
0: and all that shit. I'm he just, married as fuck, flat out. <laughs> and ain't no how married it is he has a wife. Whether he spend a night with you and whether he move around, in the eyes of the Lord, he said he wanted to and spend the rest of his life with this woman until he did no more and until the, the state of Michigan break them up and sign the paperwork. Like, he married as fuck. You Fucking a nigga that don't belong to you, like nigga, it's, you driving a car that's got a lease on it, and it's another nigga car that ain't your car. You can drive it all day, bitch. I'm coming to get man. It's it's
1: it's like you know the divorce is about to go through. He already talked about everything that's going on. This that nigga woman lying is crazy. She abused the kids. That nigga lying. She she poisoned my mama.
0: He's lying. <laughs> the only times I told a bitch that man, yeah man, it ain't working out. But we gonna I'm gonna break up with her. I just can't do it right now. And I wasn't even married when I was doing this. Shit. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just playing the game. Like, nigga, these lies are programmed into niggas. They come default. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how you get your phone and it got default shit in it already? The when you gotta your pictures? <laughs> nigga, <laughs> Niggas already got lies programmed in us that was in there from our great great grandfathers and they grandfathers and they grandfathers and they grandfathers. Nigga, I'm telling motherfuckers like this. Yeah, man, I don't really, I'm not really happy here no more. All right. Well, nigga, leave. No, I can't leave right now, man. Niggas be lying <laughs> all the time. Money, trips, pillow, talk Niggas can find a way to get loose. Nigga, comedy, mate. Like, nigga, just me and comedy, I can do what the fuck I wanna do when I wanna do. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. Niggas can find very creative ways to get away from their woman and do their thing. And I'm sure women can too. I'm only speaking from the perspective, because I know it's women like, nigga, we can't too. I know. I'm just speaking from my perspective as being a man. <laughs> We can make it happen And we can make it make sense And niggas gonna lie And what I'm saying here in 2022 We celibate And we not lying to these women no more And we not taking pussy from women That we don't plan on spending the rest of our lives with man Leave that negligent Straight pussy off to the side my brother Leave it alone You know what I'm saying That's how we getting down For the deuce dudes
1: Wow, that's that's a that that's a wild one right there. That that is uh What do you say? What's what that's
0: that right there is a draw four. What do you say? What Riri said, read it. What Riri said. I noticed one dude that would always tell chicks his girl tell chicks his girl would try and kill herself if he left. <laughs>
1: That's a draw four right there
0: I mean you, uh, So then You need to separate yourself from him It's like well damn I want to be with you But I can't But You gotta stay there Cause this bitch gonna kill herself Well I, I gotta fall back and holla at me After she kill herself And then we can figure it out Or after she break up And you find out she pump faking But nigga I never pull that out the bag Like man I can't do it man She'll kill herself if I leave her That's wild Yeah niggas Niggas pulling out some shit man <laughs> That ain't Niggas. even from the logo. That's Aww. like from uh that's like the baseline nigga, that's of the, from uh, the back locker court. room, nigga. <laughs> That's what Michael Jordan and Larry Bird <laughs> were playing basketball, eating fries when they was like off the rails, <laughs> off the top thing, off the sweets, <laughs> number net. <laughs> that nigga scandalous for that that nigga that's scandalous that's like uh, my man in uh, what was that shit in
1: uh, in Waiting to Exhale uh, Whitney Houston the dude for the progress from yeah, the uh, yeah, all yeah. state commercials
0: <laughs> he was like damn it Savannah he's fast damn it Savannah her mom was my wife like, died of cancer yeah I don't think his wife was dying of cancer oh no that was Wesley Snipes yeah. died of cancer and and that, that whole movie had black men awful <laughs> yeah that nigga was like that movie is what really got women like this now like the fact that she made that movie Movie, women burning cars and cutting their hair short women wasn't cutting their hair short when they was changing their life around and talking to niggas any kind of way fucking waiting to exhale was the point that everything shifted and i remember i was in the seventh grade when it came out and my mama looked at me like i wasn't shit all right every nigga my mama every nigga was hated when that movie came out it was like it that soundtrack off. and babyface wrote that whole soundtrack to ruin black lives Black like, relationship.
1: So what was the we gotta pull up the premise of that? What was my bad uh what was the all state dude? What, why couldn't he leave his wife? What was the jam up and anybody know the reason and why? Then, and then the mama, and then Wendy Houston mama was in support of him coming back. She's like, like,
0: you know he don't wanna be with that woman, he wanna <laughs> be with you. She like, I'm trying to be a producer on uh this news show. <laughs> and then this nigga was mad as hell, like you wasn't thinking that when you was fucking my brains out, Savannah. <laughs> My nigga cutting to that Niggas get mean Hey We gotta stop doing that too We gotta stop getting mean Like nigga When you know a woman Is hurting And she in love With your motherfucking ass Bro Like stop being mean Like I be catching myself Like dealing with people And I be wanting to be mean to them Cause as a man We wanna just We we only cut to what we know In our logic And that's all he did And it was like Nigga but you know you wrong We'll know we wrong And we'll say some of the most Hurtful shit In a hurtful way And fuck a bitch soul up That nigga said Bitch you wasn't thinking when you was fucking my brains out, Savannah. She was fucking my nigga brains out. (laughs) That nigga was not wrong. That nigga was not wrong. He was sneaking out to Arizona to fuck that lady, man. I wonder where that nigga was from, man. Do anybody remember that nigga's name? Hold up. We about to... I'm, I'm, I'm pulling up the whole thing. Let's see. Hold All right. Up. Well, <laughs> let me just read this first part right here. It says, navigating wait, through wait. careers... Fam- let me read this part. Navigating okay. through families, careers for... I can see it. Watch out. Uh, that. Up. Uh, Friends bond over shortcomings in their lives, namely this, uh, this, the... What is it? Sacredity? Sacredy? Sacrity? What is that? Uh, Sacrecy. Uh, yeah, what? Scarcity the of sca- good men. Oh, I'm sorry. The scarcity of good men. Both is Woman, Savannah, Robin, uh, carry on relationships with married men. Each oh, believe, oh, girl, was, oh yeah, my nigga was married yeah, too. Leon, tonight. Leon. Let's break down, way to exhale. <laughs> Try, break, go to Wikipedia and break the plot down. We didn't plan on doing this. We gonna let y'all go. I know it's an hour, oh, we at hour 40, we good. Ten more minutes we gone. But we about to break down, way to exhale and how in 1995, they destroyed the black household. <laughs> a movie.
1: Damn, Forrest Whitaker directed this
0: shit. Ain't Forrest that a Whittaker. motherfucker. Oh, the nigga with the, the one eye done fucked the game up. Terry, mm. Terry McLennan wrote that. Her husband Terry cheated McMillan. on her. McMillan yeah, yeah. wrote that. Her husband cheated on her, gave her AIDS. And that's what uh Hilarious. uh Stella Got Her Groove Back was about. They, they, they give you the beautiful part of it. But in reality, the nigga Winston really gave her AIDS. And he was gay.
1: Hilarious.
0: All right, and four plots. Uh, we read that. Uh, support one another. Scarcity. Successful television. We're we going to focus on Savannah right now. Can we make that bigger? <laughs> Let's make that bigger going to focus on Savannah right now <laughs> cuz right, I got on. y'all got to forgive me I got cameras and everything in my face. Uh still can't see. All right, hold on. I'm going to zoom in. Yeah, let's zoom in a little bit. Okay, bam. Go down. Okay, so we're focusing on Savannah. Savannah's Savannah uh, television producer Savannah Jackson believes that one day her married lover will leave his wife for her. She later realizes he won't, and that she must find her own man who will love her for who she really is. So we don't really care about. Uh, We're not talking about uh, what is it? Oh Robin. This is all they give us on the plot. They don't really talk about why. Yeah, Cause really, uh, let's see. Cause uh, what's my man? Dennis here. Oh, here go the cast. Keep going down. What's this nigga name? Dennis Gregory Hines the one nigga. He, he, he was, Oh there you go. Dennis uh Dexter. <laughs> hey, 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 Haysburg. Haysburg. <laughs> Kenneth Dawkins. I w- do anybody know why he wouldn't leave his wife or why yeah, he was
1: or, uh, okay, what what was the uh Kenneth Dawkins?
0: We gotta I guess I gotta Google that. Yeah, we would have to Google that. Go back to Kenneth the Kenneth Dawkins. But uh yeah, I mean the funny thing about that movie is once that movie dropped, all hell broke loose and women, I think that's like nigga, you know, we wouldn't have a city girls, we would not have any of the shit we have right now, if in nineteen ninety five Forrest Whitaker and uh, and uh what's Terry McMillan, if they wouldn't have came out with this cinematic uh uh fucking Willie Lynch movie to tear down the black relationship from the inside okay it's not gonna see. give us nothing it's gonna give us the same shit
1: ah damn we may we, have to do a uh, we just may do that's that's one of the things like josh's masterpiece theater we may do a master we may have to do a masterpiece theater on that crazy ass we movie. might watch it live leon was acting like yeah we though. may watch that movie live for everybody that's gonna be the patreon shit but everybody that's on here we'll let you tap in we'll give you the link where y'all can tap in for the love we'll let you we know. may watch it
0: one of these Sundays coming up We'll see what we can do with that Go down to Riri comment real quick down there She said I could listen to y'all all night Man that's a that, That's one of the That's a great compliment We appreciate that Jim Now you and your husband Sitting up listening to us talk shit With y'all happy married asses And two lonely single niggas Sitting upstairs in the attic On the <laughs> east west side of Detroit Sad the motherfucker But it's cool I'm celebrating all 22 and I'm telling you that now If you want to try to give me some pussy You gonna be sadly mistaken When I turn you down he would never really say it. he was acting like he was trying, but he was telling her that these the things The divorce, time. yeah. Niggas gonna say that all the time. And the funny thing about it, they should make a Waiting 2XL to too We can see where well, that nigga still married to that bitch. One <laughs> second.
1: Because
0: I think it was like the scene
1: where he was like talking to her and the kids at the same time and they fucked her up. <laughs> yeah, because his daughter got sick and then she came in there.
0: He was mad at the wife like, fuck you calling me for? She's sick with you? And I'm like, you a terrible nigga for that, bro. Like <laughs> That was along the uh, the dimes comment of... Uh... <laughs> You gotta eat this, this motherfucker Eat every day <laughs> Well that shit was bogus My nigga That movie made Every nigga look bad Like nigga I wasn't even a kid yet But all women at that point Had that ingrained in their soul That niggas wasn't shit And then that nigga Threw an orange at old girl on the balcony She really had it fucked up Every nigga she they just That movie Made every nigga look bad But Gregory Hines yeah They made The one nigga left Bernadine Cause he was gay yeah, yeah So there you go Big brother almighty Yeah well, He was gay And he really from the crib He really from the D too <laughs> <laughs> uh, Every nigga look bad uh, The one nigga she fucked Who was in the pussy And he was screaming He looked lame And then Oh the fat dude Not the fat nigga it was another nigga uh, that oh, oh. Savannah fucked. Oh, oh The my football man nigga. Yeah, 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 yeah. She yeah, was cheating yeah, with yeah, that nigga. Yeah, yeah. He looked it lame. And then the fat nigga was like, I want to give you the world. And this, that, and the third. <laughs> and then he fucked around. And then it's like, damn, even the ugly niggas is out here cheating on us <laughs> and not and selling <laughs> us dreams. Leon cheating on his wife. And then um, that movie just Bubba, made niggas Bubba look was, bad. Bubba was on that cocaina. <laughs> yeah. Who was Bubba? Bubba. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was on the coke and he was wearing leather in the summertime walking around looking crazy and biting her like on the ass.
1: <laughs> Wait to
0: exhale really made black men look terrible. And I think y'all ain't never... We need to make a movie to make y'all fuck with us, man. <laughs> I don't know
1: what this nigga down this there is said. A, hey, we done tapped in with the... Uh, what, with the what bots. Don't yeah, even with fuck the with the bots. <laughs> yeah, he cuz up out of here.
0: He said some wild shit. Yeah, we
1: don't even know what he's talking about. I guess he was triggered by Waiting to XL too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we might want to do that. Even though the... the, uh, the uh, What we want to do is with the Patreon, um, we're going to watch a lot of movies, like independent films that's coming out now. We don't call them hood movies because I've done a lot of podcast with these niggas and they'd be offended by that so we can't call them hood movies but independently movie shot films. movies yeah movies yes. that's independently shot I'm going to sit down with Kari a lot of times and a lot of like actors comedians personalities people I fuck with and y'all might want to do it we might do it live one time where we sit around and like we watch movies you know when you watch a movie you talk shit why you watching it you might be like why he got that shirt on why he doing that we're gonna do that and um that's gonna be something on the Patreon we're gonna make happen. So uh we saying all this to make it happen now. Uh Best Man makes y'all look good and best man holiday. Um uh, I'll have to watch it that. was some scenes in Bless Best Man. Well, I guess what's the name? Uh when Taye Diggs smacked um I don't know. I don't know. But waiting to exhale was like Yeah, it was the worst. It was like a horror film for niggas. It was like, what are the worst niggas in the world? And let's 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 put these women through the worst. Like you know, Wesley <laughs> Snipes was good, but his wife died, but then he had cancer, but he just laid with her and it was like, Oh, okay, this nigga. But bitches women were still like he still cheating on his wife, laying in the bed with another well, bitch. And, and he had the white he, he had the and white he had woman the white point. White. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, nigga yeah. I'm talking about Whitney. No, no, no. Oh yeah, so Wesley Snipes' wife was white too? <laughs> yeah. Okay, because so- remember.
1: Because I
0: Angela Bassett was like, and it was a white woman, and, I, and he was like,
1: uh, my wife. So like. you know,
0: <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. So his wife was white, and then and then and then and then uh, the nigga who always played the hoe ass niggas in the movies, he left his woman, he left Angela Bassett for a white woman, and he was a hoe ass nigga. Oh, coach, because uh, because he and uh, what you got? Just
1: because of that scene in Lean on Me where he'd be like, I'm the H and R that was was the last time he was cool.
0: After that, he was like, bro, I'm about to be a whole-ass nigga in every movie. And nigga, on first Sunday, when he stole the money from the shit, he was terrible as hell. (laughs) Yeah, waiting to his hell was all bad. Nigga, Tyler Perry, nigga, ain't... Tyler Perry done made niggas look bad in every movie he got, and he all together, he ain't did what, what waiting to exhale did <laughs> to the black man. But, uh, that's coming up. And then again, like I said, man, February 11th, more information is coming out. We're going to be at Tony yeah. V's, uh, Valentine's Day weekend. And I guarantee y'all, it's all this shit we worried about now will not be anything to worry about. We're going to have the ticket link. We will have the flyer up and then you will know exactly what's going down February 11th. It's going to be hosted by me. Card Card Fraser is going to be sitting there producing the shit out of it. We're going to do it up. So, uh, That's what's going on man And I'm Hey man This the first show of the year I'm just glad y'all came back To fuck with us Um, I got two shows coming up Uh, January the 7th mrcc which is friday foods jokes and beats i think it's called uh uh, bozo entertainment they push it together the noisemakers great show me horace sanders hosting bobo lamb and rodney perry from anything you've seen niggas in he is in it coming to america too uh medea one of the medea movies he was on monique show and then the eighth i'm at the Senate Theater I said the State Theater The Senate Theater With Jay Will Tattoo Man Page T-Bar You know what I'm saying Label Mate And a uh, gang of other comedians Shout out to Mr. North End I said Mr. Northwest last time It's going down So that's what I got coming up Carl, what you doing?
1: Man, same old, same old We just building when Detroit is different uh, Some new things coming in, in the works uh, I'm definitely Now I'm looking forward to We did the first uh, I guess the pilot of the movie watch Now I'm even more excited If we get to pull off watching Wait next Hell crazy shit again Mm. That will be wild. Uh, This was a more, I was talking a whole lot about the business side of it, but you know, I love the business
0: side of it, and uh you know, be prepared. We working. So look, man, um <clears throat> I never know how to end this podcast, so I, I'm gonna get better at this shit. I know we've been doing it for damn near 100 years now, but um we promoted everything we need to promote. Hey, man, if you know anybody that's a business that, that want to sponsor this podcast, had them hit me up, man, because <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? I'm looking to put money in people's pockets to make sure that their business get promoted and they get uh, you know, uh, this platform only growing and I'm I want them to grow with us uh, But aside from that man Thank y'all for being On this bitch man um, yeah, you hit, know, the, uh, hit the hashtag We done had that before so Oh yeah We just put new now. shit on there If you gotta yeah, yeah, give yeah. If you don't That's cool too yeah. Hey man Keep liking and subscribing And share this So other people can see it man Be like look They be talking shit And we having a good ass time So uh Um Hey, and if you got a simplified story, send it in, man. We'll read it, and we'll keep it anonymous if you want us to keep it anonymous. I meant to say that. If you know somebody that might got a simplified story they want to send to us, I guess send it to my... Until we get a, We'll get an email Until then But send it to my And you have my word I'll keep it anonymous yeah, Unless you IG, don't give a fuck Your IG Then I'll keep it a G But if you don't I'm cool with putting my life on the line I don't give a <laughs> fuck Like you know I live I live my shit You hear what I'm saying I live for real So uh We'll see y'all next Wednesday for show, though. So, you know what I'm saying? Eight o'clock all the time, man. The Josh Adams podcast, man. You Remember? Well, eight, eight o'clock-ish. Usually by 830. This <laughs> what we on.
1: Hilarious.
0: Celebrate. All dudes do. Keep it in your pants. We hard on all.
1: Hilarious.
0: You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.